Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Be a part of history. Be a part of the SWAC experience. Stand with each county among the best in academics, athletics, music, stewardship. Create new rules of contact and friendship that last a lifetime. We are proud of our past and value our traditions. We'll always carry a spirit. 
the Southwestern Athletic Conference honor the heritage. Who might you save? Your mother, your father, your husband, uncle, and Learn fast. F-A-S-T. The sudden signs of a stroke. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911. You could save your friend, teacher, mom. So learn F-A-S-T. Then pass it on because you never know who might save you. Your wife. Your Spot stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. We supply over 44,000 Square miles of Alabama with electricity every day. We're there no matter what because our state needs it. More importantly, you need it. We're dedicated to keeping your power flowing even in the face of extreme weather or even more extreme federal mandates. Dedication. That's how we bring power to Alabama. Alabama Power. Always on.
something big coming to Atlanta. December 19, 2015, Conference Pride is on the line with the first ever celebration bowl. The Mid Eastern Athletic Conference and the Southwestern Athletic Conference will meet in the newly created Celebration Bowl postseason game. Come with this history as these two HBCU conferences collide at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta on an ESPN network. For more information on the Celebration Bowl, visit SUAC.org or ESPNEvent.com. The wheels of progress haven't been very active lately. But because of business people like you, things are beginning to get rolling. And Region is here to help, making it easier with the expertise and service to keep those wheels turning. From business loans to succession planning, we want to be your partner moving forward. So switch to Region, and let's get going. Again. Five days of non-stop action in the Lone Star State. Take play part eight through the twelve when the 2016 Toyota Swag Basketball Tournament returns to Houston, Texas. Fans can engage in all events at the Toyota Center with concerts and party activities. high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. My name is Meera Batra. I have been in this country 32 years, and this is how I live united. America has always been the land of promise, and in my community, many families have come for a better life. Coming from another culture like that, I know the desire to become part of the community, to feel at home, and to gain the tools for our children and families to succeed. So I advocate for these families with united
just a minute of swarming sting. Purchase your tickets for afforded football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at balancedatesports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Get your tickets now! Listen live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting KSU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Hotel Mall location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornet Sports Network as we call Hornet Football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show Thursday at 6 p.m. here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Uh, no time now. I'm cleaning the fish tank. You can always come up with an excuse for not visiting longtermcare.com. Just go. Yoga class starts in bed. Oh, evening. Perfectly understandable. Since going to longtermcare.gov means you actually acknowledge that one day you will be, dare we say it, old. Hey, do you see any clothes feet on this thing? I don't. And 70% of older Americans will need some form of long-term care services as they age. If you're 50-plus, time to create your strategy for aging so you can stay in charge. Well, you know, 50 is the new 30. Sure. Longtermcare.gov makes it easier to figure out where you want to live, who will care for you, and the newest ways to cover the costs. Longtermcare.gov. Find your own path forward. Hey, is that a new gray hair? Wait. Mike check one. Mike check one. A few years ago, Mike check one, two, three, four, five. One is football. Six thirty pregame show at six here on DamascusSports.com. Your home of the Hornets.
with an average of more than 20 each semester, earning a perfect 4.0 GPA in the community. check one. Mike check one, two, three, four, five. Mike check one, two, three. Mike check one. ASU, one sports network. BBBA Compass Stadium, downtown Houston. On Alabama State, taking on the Texas Southern Tigers. Every game show at the top of the hour. Going through some tests right now. Kickoff at 6.30, about 6.32 officially. Alabama Power. ESPNU. American Loop Fast. Liquid printing, wowing for this is Mall, football. and Honey Baked Ham. On the Alabama the State University Sports, Sports Network. Thank you. 
Start in my Camry. Went to the auction. Won a storage locker. Found an old guitar. Tracked down the smoothie Reunited them. A jackpot. The bold new Camry. One bold choice leads to another. Toyota. Let's go to ASU Athletics is the program of champions. The Hornets have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup titles as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In the classroom, more than 175 student-athletes each semester earn at least a 3.0 GPA with more than 50 earning degrees. And with hundreds of hours contributed in community service each year, it's clear to see why Alabama State Athletics is the program of champions. Because of business people like you, things are beginning to get rolling, and Regent is here to help, making it easier with the expertise and service to keep those wheels turning. From business loans to succession planning, we want to be your partner moving forward. So switch to Regent, and let's get going together. Five days of non-stop accident the Lone Star State takes place part 8 through the 12th when the 2016 Toyota Slack Basketball Tournament returns to Houston, Texas. Fans can engage in all events at the Toyota Center with concerts and money having live all the fall. Catch all the men's and women's actions and see how history will be made. The 2016 Toyota Slack Basketball Tournament part 8 through 12 in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Visit 
Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. My name is Mira Batra. I have been in this country 32 years, and this is how I live united. America has always been the land of promise, and in my community, many families have come for a better life. Coming from another culture myself, I know the desire to become part of a community, to feel at home, and to gain the tools for our children and families to succeed. So I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to look beyond their histories and to see what opportunities are available. We have to get involved with their kids. This ASU Hornet Sports production is brought to you by Regents Bank, Coca-Cola, Alabama Power, Golden Slate, American Lube Bag, Midway Printing, Wowing Sports Cafe Eastdale Mall, and Honey Baked Ham. Support the team that supports your Hornets. Super Toyota Flag Football Championship returns to Houston, Texas, and NRG Stadium for year three. The best, the tradition, the celebrity, all come together when Chiefs meet flesh on Judgment Day, December 5th. Be there to see who will make history this season. Visit SWAC.org for the latest updates. The 2015 Toyota Swag Football Championship, December 5th, in Houston, Texas, from NRG Stadium. Honored by Everton. I go where my work takes me, and that's all over because I contract out for IT jobs. When my dad came home from being away, he brought me matchbooks. I bring my son pens. But dad could never stay connected like I can or help out like I can with our day-to-day finances. Even deposit money right now when you need it. I love when technology works and helps close the gap between here and home. We choose mobile deposits let you choose immediate funds access and get you options when you need them. That's smart. Nearly a century ago, six academic institutions joined each other in Houston, Texas to form a sturdy, spirited association. Since that time, they've developed to become one of the leading collegiate athletic associations in the world, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. From the southeastern region of the United States and Alabama to the second largest state in the country in Texas, the parishes Louisiana through the Mississippi River, and the natural state of Arkansas. Students from all over the world demonstrate the ability to perform, achieve, and excel in scholastic activity. Be a part of history. Be a part of the SWAC experience. Stand and be counted among the best in academics, athletics, music, stewardship. Create your world of contacts and friendships that last a lifetime. We are proud of our past and value our tradition. We will always carry a spirit of respect and competition. We are the Southwestern Athletic Conference.
honor the heritage. Who might you save? Your mother, your father, your husband, uncle, and son. Learn fast. F-A-S-T. The sudden signs of stroke. F. Face pooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. E. Time to call 911. You could save. Your friend, teacher, mom. So learn F-A-S-T, then pass it on, because you never know who might save you. Your wife, your client. Spot Stroke Fast. Visit strokeassociation.org, brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ag Council. We supply over 44,000 square miles of Alabama with electricity every day. We're there no matter what, because our state needs it. More importantly, you need it. We're dedicated to keeping your power flowing, even in the face of extreme weather, or even more extreme federal mandate. Dedication. That's how we bring power to Alabama. Alabama Power. Always on. Thank you. 
something big coming to Atlanta. December 19th, 2015. Conference Pride is on the line. The first ever celebration bowl. The Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference and the Southwestern Athletic Conference will meet in the truly created Celebration Bowl postseason game. Come with this history as these two HBCU conferences collide at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta on an ESPN network. For more information on the Celebration Bowl, visit SUHD.org or ESPNEvent.com. The wheels of progress haven't been very active lately. But because of business people like you, things are beginning to get rolling. And Region is here to help. Making it easier with the expertise and service to keep those wheels turning. From business loans to succession planning, we want to be your partner moving forward. Let's switch to Region. And let's get going. Again. Five days of non-stop accident the Lone Star State takes place on April the 12th when the 2016 Toyota Flight Basketball Tournament returns to Houston, Texas. Fans can engage in all events at the Toyota Center with concerts and party happening live all week long. Catch all the men's and women's action and see how history will be made. The 2016 Toyota Flight Basketball Tournament starts April 12th in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Visit SWAC.org for the latest updates. Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. My name is Mira Batra. I have been in this country 32 years, and this is how I live united. America has always been the land of promise, and in my community, many families have come for a better life. Coming from another culture myself, I know the desire to become part of a community, to feel at home, and to gain the tools for our children and families to succeed. So I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to look beyond their histories and to see what opportunities are available. We help them get involved with their kids' schools, network within the community, and when we do, we unite them. We make the community stronger. What I do is something I wish someone had done for me, and I'm so grateful I'm able to. My name is Mira Batra. I help families see opportunities and succeed. I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
just a minute of swarming sting. Purchase your tickets for afforded football in person at the ASU ticket office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single-game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at balancedatesports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the TSU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Get your tickets now! Listen live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Eastdale Ball location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornet Sports Network as we talk Hornet football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show Thursday at 6 p.m. here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Uh, no time now. I'm cleaning the fish tank. You can always come up with an excuse for not visiting longtermcare.com. Time to go. Yoga class starts in 10. Oh. <laughs> Perfectly understandable. Since going to longtermcare.gov means you actually acknowledge that one day you will be. Dare we say it? Okay. Do you see any clothes feet on this thing? I don't. And 70% of older Americans will need some form of long-term care services as they age. If you're 50-plus, time to create your strategy for aging so you can stay in charge. Well, you know, 50 is the limit 30. Sure. Longtermcare.gov makes it easier to figure out where you want to live, who will care for you, and the newest ways to cover the costs. Longtermcare.gov. Find your own path forward. Hey, is that a new gray hair? Wait. A few years ago, I noticed my vision getting blurry. Things I do every day, my breathing and driving, were becoming more difficult. I thought it was part of getting older, but I was wrong. I have a disease called age-related macular degeneration, or AMD, the leading cause of blindness in people 55 and older. The good news is there are treatments that can reduce vision loss from AMD. Plus, there are things you can do now to lower your risk of getting it in the first place. The Foundation Fighting Blindness provides information about preventing and managing AMD. Call the Foundation today at 800-585-0516 for a free AMD packet. And take the first step toward protecting your vision. I'm thankful I found out about my AMD early enough to still be able to drive and see the faces of my loved ones. Call 800-585-0516 and get your free AMD packet. You'll be glad you did. Show your abandoned face first by supporting Hornet Pride 365, a great giving initiative that supports your ASU student athletes. For more information and to give, visit FamilyStateSports.com forward slash Hornet Pride 365. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions. ASU student-athletes have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup trophies as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And while ASU Athletics has earned 20 swag divisions, regular season, conference, or tournament titles in the past two seasons, success has also been achieved in the classroom. More than 170 student-athletes in the past four semesters have earned at least a 3.0 GPA, with an average of more than 20 each semester.
semester earning a perfect 4.0 GPA. In the community, the Hornet student-athletes contribute hundreds of hours of community service each year in giving back to the River Region. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions in competition in the classroom and in the community. The following is an Alabama State University Hornet Sports production. Good afternoon and welcome to Hornets Pregame, presented by American Lube Fab. We are in Houston, Texas, BBBA Compass Stadium, as your Alabama State Hornets get set to take on the Texas Southern Tigers. I'm Dwayne Lewis, pleased to be joined once again by Hornet great 11-year NFL veteran Eddie Robinson. Eddie, always good to be with you. I know it's always special when you get an opportunity to see Hornets football in person. Since I live here in Houston, I only had to drive about 10 miles. I ride my bicycle past the stadium every morning. So, great day for some football. Great evening, should I say. Uh, the weather has cooled off. You know, late September, early October is a great time to play football in the state of Texas. You followed this team for a month. You've been intimately involved as you have throughout your career in Hornets football. Your impressions of ASU football in the first month under Brian Jenkins. Well, I mean, whenever you have change, it's going to take uh, some time for the kids to get on the same page. But I like that they have a lot of competition. I don't think anyone is, is going to practice on Monday saying I have a position, which is good. The kids have to be hungry. Uh, I think you have a, a good, enthusiastic coach who, is, who has proven that he's a winner. I think we were looking at his record. We're like, man, he only lost 14 games uh, in his years at Bethune Cookman. So, I mean, you have a guy who's coming in here and, and starting a, a new era of Hornet football. So I think everyone should be excited. And, and although you had a couple losses early, it's a long season, but things are moving in the right direction. We talked a lot, particularly with Coach Jenkins directly on his coaches show each week about the, the new direction of the program. And a lot of that started in the fall, in, in the spring, rather than him coming in. You had an opportunity to address the team without getting into too many specifics. What two or three points about being a Hornet did you address with him? Well, I think what you have to understand is to, to play collegiate football, I mean, you, you definitely are a breed apart. That's one thing Coach Barks would always tell us. Anybody can go to class and make good grades. But to come out here and contribute your 20 hours a week and participate, make good grades, be a good citizen, a, a good guy on and off the field, and I think it starts off the field. I mean, you have to be a good citizen and do things right the right way all the time when nobody's watching. And you transfer that into doing the right things on the field, and it actually, in my opinion, uh, it gives you a couple of extra wins because all those little small things, the what if and what could have been, you make those plays instead of the other team. And once you get that confidence, it just kind of breeds success and you expect to win and expect to do good things. When it's had opportunities in the first three games that they did not take advantage of, everything came together last week at Valley with an impressive win. What were your thoughts on that contest? Well, whenever you can go on the road and, and beat a conference team that you play every year, it's impressive. I, mean, I don't think you can take anybody lightly in this conference. 
Uh, you know, of course, you have some separation for teams, but especially early on, you know, Valley was a team that was hungry, looking for a win. Of course, you know, Coach Thompson is a coach that's been around the block for a couple of years, a lot of different places that knows how to win. So when you can go on the road and get an impressive win in the ball game that was tight earlier, and you kind of separate and you make some big plays, I think it goes a lot, a, a lot for your confidence, especially when you have a you know back-to-back road game. You're going from Saturday short week on Thursday, so you want to come out here with a good taste in your mouth, and that's what the Hornets have. So you have to get off to a good start and continue that momentum. Ellis Richardson, that quarterback, got the start last week. kind of the five touchdowns. Got off to a great start. We expect him to start tonight, but what have you seen from him that he's doing better than in week one? Well, I think uh, you have a kid that can run the football from the from the quarterback position. And with everything with the read option, shotgun, everything that, you know, college football is doing, and even some of the, in the pro game a little, you, you want to have a guy that can be an athlete at that quarterback position, which is what he brings to the table. But at the end of the day, you're still a quarterback. So you have to be able to hit that wide-open guy at 15 to 20 yards, you don't have to throw an 80-yard touchdown spiral down the field. You don't have to be paid fanny, but you got to play within yourself and make those plays when you have opportunities. So he has to keep making those consistent plays in the passing game. Don't be spectacular, but be efficient, be consistent, and then when you have the opportunity to use your athletic ability and make plays, you have to step up and make those plays. You're listening to Hornets Free Game presented by American Lou Fast. We come back, we'll talk a little bit about our opponent tonight, the Texas Southern Tigers, and get you set for kickoff here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. American Lou Fast is proud to partner with Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast is dedicated to protecting your car and your family. We are a preventive maintenance car care center, performing a 20-point vehicle inspection with every oil change. Ask for the Hornet Pride promotion and get a discount on your vehicle service while supporting Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast. Support the team that supports your audience. Don't miss a minute of swarm and sing. Purchase your tickets for Hornet football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at BamaStateSports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Day. Get your tickets now! Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions. ASU student-athletes have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup trophies as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And while ASU Athletics has earned 20 swag divisions, regular season, conference, four tournament titles in the past two seasons, success has also been achieved in the classroom. More than 170 student-athletes in the past four semesters have earned at least a 3.0 GPA, with an average of more than 20 each semester earning a perfect 4.0 GPA. In the community, the Hornet student-athletes contribute hundreds of hours of community service each year in giving back to the River Region. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions in competition in the classroom and in the community. Thank you. 
by American Lou Fast. I'm Dwayne Lewis with one of the great Eddie Robinson and Eddie. Alcorn won the SWAC championship last year off to a two and those start in the east and the west. A lot different stories. Southern and Grambling right now leading, but a lot of teams nicked intention chasing those two teams. Yeah, I think Southern and Grambling are definitely the class in the West. And of course, you know you have the Bayou Classic at the end and it probably comes down to that game again like it did last year and in the East, man, Alcorn looks like the team to beat unless somebody goes to the to be the best, you have to beat the best, so everybody get their shot. So uh, all going to be a tough, uh, tough, tough chance to knock off the block, but I'm sure you have some teams that are going to give them a run for their money. Nice opponent for Alabama State. The Texas Southern Tigers lost to Prairie View in the opener here about a month ago. Bounced back and win at Arkansas Pine Bluff. And also um, a win over Bacone in non-conference action coming off a four-point loss at Jackson State this past Saturday. What's your take? the TSU Tigers after month number one. Yeah, with TSU, man, they have to be a hungry team. You have a home game on Thursday night. Uh, you have a team that's traveling from uh, from the furthest of, of conference schools going to travel from Alabama. And so if you have a team like that coming here on a short week, you have to take advantage of that. You're sitting there at 2-2, two and two, and this is a real pivotal game so they can uh, get back into the SWAC West race and uh, kind of going to define how their season is going to go. At 2-2, two and two, this would be the halfway mark for this game if you can get to – three and two with a couple wins in the conference, and you can start building on that. We'll talk a little bit about what's ahead and the challenges the Tiger team possesses for us tonight. Right now we're going to go to the SWAC call from earlier this week and hear some comments from Texas Southern head coach, Darrell Asbury. I thought it was a good football team to play well. Um, you know, I'm very proud of my the football team, proud of my coaching staff, a bunch of guys, parents, uh, Kids well for this game. Uh, you know, the game could have went either way. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it was a tough loss. Uh, our football team is a young, we have a team for the sophomores and juniors. These kids are fought to the end. Uh, and that was the, the biggest thing that I was looking at. And I thought we got better. Uh, even though we'd have lost, sometimes you can still get better. And, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I thought that those guys continued uh, each week to get better and improve. And, um, I think now we're starting to come together at the right time. We're two and two. Uh, we have a tough, t- quick turnaround. We were off yesterday. Staff came in, and, you know, we're back on the field today. And 
Uh, we just need to get prepared for Alabama State football team that's coming here. Uh, they're hungry, but we're even more hungry. Uh, I thought Hurst did a great job for us. The young man had a great week of practice. Uh, he's, he's been doing uh, well, a uh, great, great job in practice for us with um, Jonathan injured. Uh, he, we, we could have played him, but we decided to hold him out. Um, you know, Hurst stepped in at the right time, made a lot of good decisions. Uh, we, we're very pleased with As you said, that was a nip-and-tuck game going back and forth. Was the difference of those turnovers in the game? Well, you know, we created turnovers on defense. They created turnovers on defense. Um, I thought we executed, you know, what we had to execute. Uh, some things that, you know, we just finished looking at film as coaches that, that we know and understand that we have to go back in and correct. Uh, you know, uh, again, you know, our team played well. We fought well. Uh, you know, these kids haven't quit. They did everything that we asked of them, and uh, we, we, tried our, we tried our best to come out here with that victory, and it, uh, it just didn't go away this time. That was Texas Southern head coach Daryl Asbury earlier this week on the SWAC conference call. When we come back here on Hornets Pregame, presented by American Loop Pass, we'll talk Hornets football with Brian Jenkins. This is the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Wild Wayne Sports Cafe and Eastdale Hall is proud to be a part of the ASU family. The mission of Wild Wayne's is simple, to serve the Montgomery community with a quality product and great service. We look forward to Hornet Nation joining us each week for great football and great food. And join us each Thursday for the Wild Wayne Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show. Wild Wayne's at Eastdale Mall. Support the team that supports your Hornets. Hornet Athletics and American Lube Fast are proud to announce the Hornet Pride Rewards Program. Visit any of our 55 locations and say Hornet Pride. You'll receive a 10% discount on every visit, and American Lube Fast will make a contribution to Hornet Athletics. American Lube Fast, support the team that supports your Hornets.
of ASU Women's Health Students Athletes Sylvia Masango with your ASU Sports Report. Be sure to get the latest news on our official website at BamaStateSports.com. Friday, the two-time defending swag champion ASU volleyball team will play at Alabama A&M at 7 p.m. ASU soccer will also be in action Friday at Grambling at 4 p.m. and Sunday at Arkansas Pineslup at 1 p.m. Saturday, the ASU cross-country team will compete in the Grayson Louisville Classic at 10 a.m. The ASU women's cross-country team is a four-time defending swag champion. Men's golf, also the four-time defending swag champion, will compete this Monday and Tuesday at the Tennessee Martins Tournament. Women's golf, the three-time defending swag champion, will also be in action Monday and Tuesday at Sand Houston Stadium. Join us next Friday, October 9th, to give off a full weekend of events on the ASU campus. ASU Soccer will host Southern at the Soccer Complex, while ASU Volleyball will host Jackson State at the Lockhart Gym, with both matches starting at 7 p.m. At 9 p.m., the action moves to be done out of the Akadrome for the Wild Wings ASU Basketball Late Night Matches event. Come out and see your SWAC champion ASU women's basketball team and men's team in action, and also meet the women's bowling team and pick up schedule posts after the event. Hornets football returns from Saturday, October 10th, versus Southern at 6 p.m., the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Purchase tickets by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets cost only $10 online at bamanstateports.com forward slash tickets. Sunday, October 11th, ASU soccer will host Jackson State at 1 p.m. I'm ASU Women's Golf student at East Masango, and that's your ASU Sports Report. For more information, visit DiamondStateSports.com. We're inside the coach's corner with Alabama State Head Football Coach Brian Jenkins. Coach, first of all, it's been a long time coming. Congratulations on your first win as ASU Head Football Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I know it's been a long time coming. The, the young men in the program have been working hard. What did it mean to finally, for them to finally see the fruits of their labor come out in victory? It's a good thing. It's always good to win. You always benefit from winning because you can see the things that you did good, see the things that you didn't do so well that will make you better. So uh, congratulations to, to, to this football team for finding a way to fight to win and win. And uh, congratulations to a wonderful coaching staff that has been very well prepared. Those Richmond kind of for five touchdowns. Talk about what you saw from him growth-wise as the game went on. Well, I just saw the kid play with more force. You know, something didn't go right, he didn't go to the tank. But he played with a lot of force. He got the balls with the necessary you know, people he was supposed to get the ball to. And he just did a lot of a lot of good things, which, you know, helped us be able to score some points and eventually walk away with it. A lot of responsibility options from the quarterback, particularly in the read option offense. The most part made really good decisions, not only in the passing game, save for the one interception that we talked about, but his decision making and handling the ball off at the right time also. Good definitely was a great decision making by the young man. Coach Ely was doing a tough job with the quarterback. So hopefully that can continue and he can play, you know, error free football to where we can continue to score some points and win some ball games. And to that end, with Alex Anderson, Robert Pritch, a lot of guys get the the opportunity to carry the ball and be very effective on Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. We've we got a couple of guys who can make that happen. Yeah, they're running really hard, tackle, tackle. It's getting better at making people miss. And, yeah, you know, they're starting to become a force to be Defensively, 6-3 and outs in that ball game, including the first three to start the game. How important is that we've talked about getting a stop to start the game, but getting 3-3 three, three and outs that really helps us with field position, particularly that first round lead to our touchdown? 
So I think it's always good to get some tools in the house because the official office is in position to be able to win the field position battle or score points. So I think our defense did an exceptional job. Hopefully they can continue to play at that level and get the same results this season. You know, Saturday comes in uh, Texas. Hard to talk defense, and I mentioned Courtney Perry once again as confidence defensive player of the week. Once again, solid player. You know, she prepares, uh, performs, and prepares at a high level. And um, therefore, the results are what they are. You know, he's one of the leading tacklers of the conference, and he's the main player on our defense. And my expectation of him is to continue to do well and play at a high level. You've coached a lot of Thursday night games throughout your career. Talk about the adjustment and the schedule. And do you prefer coming back to work pretty quickly, getting ready for another game within five days? Definitely, definitely. I prefer to come back and get it, get it going really pretty quickly. You know, you know, you've got to take the chance of getting out the last game so fast and getting into the opponent, which I like. You know, sometimes doing the game, you have a whole week, you kind of linger on the victory a little longer than you do what you should. So uh, I'm just, you know, I'm excited about the opportunity again. I have a lot of experience at playing on Thursday night, so it's nothing new to me. So uh, I understand what it means to get this team prepared to play on the Thursday night. Texas Southern, our opponents tonight, a very talented team that, that you've mentioned throughout the week on both sides of the football and the special team. Definitely a very talented team. The coach is doing a wonderful job recruiting and bringing that program back. You know, they have some very serious uh, uh, sanctions against them. But he's doing a good job in building this football team and uh, making them a threat to the conference. When you need talent on their team, but Griffin being a six-seven receiver, we don't see too often uh, in the SBS football. The challenges he presents, how much fun it would be to kind of chop down that challenge. Well, you got to keep that guy from making, you know, second half of plays, and keep that guy from, you know, just making the big plays. If he can do that, then we may have a chance. But I don't know. I mean, if we're going to just be able to stop him, you know, completely. Hopefully, we can restrict him, disrupt him a little bit to where he can't make the plays that he's used to make. When you have a big skill receiver, one of the things we talked about earlier is the ability to have great open field tackling, which we did on Saturday at Valley. How much more important was the game tackling, really the swarm, be important tonight? Definitely very important. You know, you swarm and tackle anybody who's carrying the ball. And if you do that, you get a chance and opportunity to create a turnover or definitely get an immediate spot. Defensively, again, a lot of athletes on the field, a defense that wants to put pressure from all areas. Yeah, I mean, we just want to try to play the best we can can, slow their offense down, they have great running back, great quarterback, and you know, the receiver is outstanding. So if we can find a way to play some outside the defense and uh, somehow get them behind the chain, slow them down, you know, that would be a positive force. That third phase night, I think more important, we're talking about special teams. They have two return guys, both in punt and kickoff, average more than 26 yards per return. Yeah, they're special guys. Guys, that, that you got to be able to put a hat on, wrap up, and make sure you don't give them any type of name that they can hit. But if you do, they'll, they'll take it to this. Short week, great week of preparation. What has been the energy of the players coming back off a of win finally and that energy in practice? Look forward to seeing that tonight. Well, uh, you know, winning builds confidence and confidence, you know, uh, builds energy and effort. And they did that time, you know, they kept them grounded here, but yet they've had the energy and effort that was still good. It feels good to walk away with the victory. It also kind of, kind of makes them hungry because, you uh, they started like the taste that they have enough right now, and we do have the opportunity to uh, continue it. So uh, it, it actually pushes the button to cause those guys to stay in tune in order to uh, get prepared for the next game that's coming up. And to that end, what will be important for tonight to see victory once again? Well, the number one thing we've got to do is not cause any teams like the ones, which are either turnovers or turnovers. We can do that and play sound solid football. We'll give our chance, ourselves a chance uh, to win.
That's Alabama State head football coach Brian Jenkins kickoff up next here on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Hornets pregame has been brought to you by American Lou Fan. Ask for the Hornets Pride promotion and get a discount on your vehicle service while supporting Hornets Athletics. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions. ASU student-athletes have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup trophies as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And while ASU Athletics has earned 20 swag division, regular season, conference, or tournament titles in the past two seasons, success has also been achieved in the classroom. More than 170 student-athletes in the past four semesters have earned at least a 3.0 GPA, with an average of more than 20 each semester earning a perfect 4.0 GPA. In the community, the Hornet student-athletes contribute hundreds of hours of community service each year in giving back to the River Region. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions in competition in the classroom and in the community. Don't miss a minute of Swarm and Sting. Purchase your tickets for Hornet football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at balancedatesports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Get your tickets now. Nearly a century ago, six academic institutions joined each other in Houston, Texas to form a sturdy spirit of association. Since that time, they've developed to become one of the leading collegiate athletic associations in the world, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. From the southeastern region of the United States and Alabama to the second largest state in the country in Texas, the parishes of Louisiana through the Mississippi River and the natural state of Arkansas. Students from all over the world demonstrate the ability to perform, achieve, and excel in scholastic activity. Be a part of history. Be a part of the SWAC experience. Stand and be counted among the best in academics, athletics, music, stewardship. Create your world of contacts and friendships that last a lifetime. We are proud of our past and value our tradition. We will always carry a spirit of respect and competition. We are the Southwestern Athletic Conference, honor the heritage. This ASU Hornet Sports production is brought to you by Regions Bank, Coca-Cola, Alabama Power, Golden Slate, American Lubefast, McQuick Printing, Wowing Sports Cafe Eastdale Mall, and Honey Bake Pan. Support the team that supports your Hornets. Show your Baptist State spirit by supporting Hornet Pride 365, a great giving initiative that supports your ASU student athletes. For more information and to give, visit BaptistStateSports.com forward slash Hornet Pride 
The following is an Alabama State University Hornet Sports production. Bryant Jenkins talk about 
the explosive returners for Texas Southern. That time, we was Mark Edwards had the return, but tackled inside the 20. Texas Southern will take over first and 10 from their own 18-yard line. Tigers will come out three receivers right in the shotgun formation. As Hurt, once again, the starter at quarterback, running left across the 20 to about the 21-22 yard line. Game of four on that play, second down coming up for Texas Southern. A good stop by the Hornet defense. A lot of guys at the point of attack defensively, so it's just a filling out process. You want to see what type of set. His offense is going to come out in and see how they're going to try to attack you. Second down and six. Second and seven from the 21. Now three receivers left. Quick pass in the flat. Caught across 25 and more. First down. Tackled near the 35-yard line. Catch made by Clark for a first down game for Texas Southern. Yeah, Hornets have to react just a little bit quicker on that play. Just the wide receiver screen. They were able to get a couple cut blocks on the edge, and that's when the interior guys, the linebackers, the defensive ends, you have to retrace your steps and get to the ball really fast. Marion Hurts, a 6-foot, 195-pound redshirt junior, making his second straight start. Started last week, and Jackson State, our first penalty of the evening. Kevin Boydman is our official. And Texas Southern is trying to use the hard count, and it's kind of backfired. One of their offensive linemen actually jumps outside, so the Hornets get a break, starting off with a first and 15. From the TSU 30-yard line after the five-yard penalty. First went 12 or 30 last week at Jackson State. Did throw three touchdown passes all to Griffin, who we talked about earlier. Running right across 35, first down yardage. Across the 45, quick run by Darrell Robinson. Gain of 16 to the TSU 46-yard line. Yeah, Darrell Robinson, he's the leading rusher on this team, has four touchdowns on the ground. Shows some explosiveness going between the tackles. Hornets have to make the early adjustments. First and 10, Texas Southern from their own 46-yard line just underway here at BBVA Compass Stadium in Houston. Two receivers right and one left. Quick run, cross midfield, and more. Still on the speed. It'll be a foot race, 30, 20, 10. And Texas Southern will score first on a 54-yard touchdown run by Brad Woodard. For the first time this season, the Alabama State defense allows a score on the first possession. Yeah, pretty much just basic running plays, uh, just the inside handoff, the read option. And, and if you can't stop that read option going up the middle with those inside traps, then, hey, the team will never adjust from that. They'll just keep running that play. So the Hornets have to get stout up in the middle of the field. Eric Medina on for the extra point. Tigers driving. 82 yards in just over two minutes, 201 to be exact. Spot is down, kick is up, and it is good. With 12-59 to play in the first quarter, Texas Southern 7, Alabama State nothing here on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. 
this event and a swarming thing. Purchase your tickets for sporting football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at DallasStateSports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Brett Cancer Awareness Game. Get your tickets now! Listen live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wing Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Eastdale Mall location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornet Sports Network as we talk Hornet football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Wing Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show Thursday at 6 p.m. Actually, we will keep it here. No television timeout after that score. National televised game on ESPN use to our station down the line. We'll reset that break on the next official timeout, which will be the first of the ball game. On the trail by a score of seven nothing. Just tuning this in here in Houston. If we feel this near the goal line. Trying to find running room tackles near the twenty yard line. Robert Pritchett on that return for Alabama State. The Hornet offense will take the field for the first time tonight, trailing by a score of 7 nothing. Yeah, the Hornets, and you have to come out and set your identity early in this football game. You're down 7 on the road. You can't have a 3 and out in this situation. We talked about Alabama State not being very good on third down so far this year. You have to get a couple plays going to get a good drive to respond to that TSU drive that they had to start the game. Alex Anderson running left. Good running room. First down outside the 30 to about the 36-yard line. Good run to start for this Alabama State offense. That's Ellis Richardson makes his second straight start at quarterback for our Golden Plate running lineup. Yeah, the Hornets are at their fast break pace, which we've seen the last couple of games. Both of these offenses are very similar. Just that Alabama State is going to run it a little bit faster. Barnes goes in motion, tight end. Anderson up the middle. Spin moves to about the 39-yard line. Gain of three on that plate. Have Ware, Love, Williams, Hammond, Titus Howard up front for Alabama State. Austin Beamus outside. Top of the formation. Good to see number 10, Demario Bell, back in the lineup for Alabama State on the right side, along with Jameer Hanna. Pass caught by Hanna at the 45. Stood up there. We'll be close to the first down. We'll see exactly where they spot our broadcast location. Uh, lower here at BBVA Conference, about the 15-yard line near side, will be enough for an Alabama State first down. And that was a good read by Ellis Richardson. He went to his first, second, and then came across to the right side of the formation, actually hitting his third target. So good job of going through your progression and finding an open receiver. Three receivers left for Alabama State. Henderson going in motion to the near side. Anderson running left, trying to get outside. Have some blocking. Right down near midfield. Gain of four, perhaps five, depending on the spot. Here's the midfield marker, second down coming up for Alabama State. Yeah, a lot of these don't read players that Alabama State likes to run that are getting to the edge. You know, it's really important that the wide receivers not only make good, efficient blocks, but also keep those hands inside. That's between a five or six yard play and a play that can go the distance, that, that block on the edge. 
Anderson running near side, trying to find a hole. Short game one, maybe two. As we talked about it earlier today and in the pregame, they're all important third down situations for Alabama State just to attend last week at Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, and if you want to run an up-tempo offense, that's perfectly fine. But if you're going to get those plays in, you have to convert on third down, or else you're going to totally wear down your defense, and you're not going to win that time of possession. But third down conversion is a key set that the Hornets have to improve on this week. 34 from the CSU 48-yard line. Anderson going in motion to the left. He'll catch the pass out of the flat. Can he turn it up for a first down? Yes, he can. First down, Alabama State to about the TSU 43. Well, right now they put the 44 right in front of the market, but it is enough for an Alabama State first down. Good blocking outside by Joshua Davis to make some room for Anderson to get that first down. First and 10 Hornets. Yeah, we just talked about that. He held his block for three, four, five seconds. A great job by a wide receiver blocking on the perimeter. He misses that block. It's fourth down, and Alabama State is fun. The receivers right now. Parks goes in motion left. We'll get the handoff on the jet sweep. Right down, I think, at the line of scrimmage, no gain. Second down coming up. You talked about Parks. I don't think they come much smaller than that for uh, collegiate football, but you talking about a kid with a lot of heart and shows that, that burst, that speed. If you're going to be small, you better be fast and quick. Second down, 10. For Alabama State from the 44, Texas Southern. When it's trail 7 nothing, 9.45 to play and counting in the first quarter. Richardson has time. Will Tuck, he'll run across the 40. Near the first down market, depending on the spot, he should have it. And he does, first down Hornets, the Texas Southern 33-yard line. Yeah, Richardson is really playing with a lot of confidence. He made that good throw early going to his third possession. And now, great job of realizing nobody's open. The defense has won that one on the back end. And he made a quick decision to suck the football and run aggressively and get that first down. Officially from the TSU 34, first down, 10 Alabama State. Richardson with time. Throws deep, takes a shot. Going for Bell, end zone too far, incomplete, second down. Yeah, but that's the play. You know, Bell, he has one-on-one coverage. That's one that you throw. He just overshot him in the end zone. But I like the decision. One-on-one, going down the field. My big play guys here, let's give them a chance to make a play. Just put a little bit more air on the ball, and you can get into a jump ball situation with a defensive back. You shouldn't be able to win that matchup. Second down, 10 from CSU, 34-yard line, 9-15 to play first quarter. Hornets on the move, trailing 7-0. Three receivers right, one left. Lid Thomas, the running back, gets the handoff. Front down near the 30, gain of three, maybe four. Third down, we'll call six coming up for Alabama State. Yeah, I love the way the Alabama State offensive linemen, the big guys, they're, they're popping up, they're getting reset, shuffling their feet, getting down, ready for another play. Texas Southern trying to make a late substitution, which is almost impossible at the speed in which Alabama State runs this play. Third down, six. Richardson will audible. Still plenty of time, 15 on the play clock, 8.45 and counting in the first quarter. 7-0 on this trail. Looking for another third down conversion. Two receivers left, two right. Thomas, the running back, offset left. Richardson with time. Go across the middle. Hit as soon as he caught the ball was he from Henderson. Gain of about four to the 26-yard line. Fourth down and two offense on the field. Richardson wants him to go for it. And the offensive unit right now will stay on the field. Yeah, you have to go for it in this situation. Good decision by a coach. When you're at the 26-yard line, you're in between. If you miss the field goal, you give them good field position. If you punt it, go to the end zone, you only gain the net six yards. Here at Texas Southern, 
trying to make substitutions, guys running off. I think they may have 10 people on the field, so that's what you, uh, the confusion you create by going to hurry up offense. One is three of nine on fourth down this season. Richardson, or make that Henderson, has enough for the one in first down to the TSU 21-yard line. Whistle blown, progress was stopped, should remain a first down for Alabama State. Yeah, and the great thing about the tempo that the Hornets use, it, it creates two things. First of all, the defense doesn't get a chance to make adjustments. I'm looking at Texas defensively. They're sitting at the same 2-4 defense every play. So from a quarterback, you know exactly what to expect. You don't have safety moving up, moving down. They can't decide, so they're just trying to get lined up. That's a big advantage to the offense, especially when you have a young quarterback. Thomas running right across the 20, 15. Hits the 10, falls forward to about the six-yard line. First and goal, Alabama State. Hey, I'm going to give Ellis Richardson an assist on this play because he carried out the fake and ran to the left side. And it was a defender in the backfield who could have made the tackle for a loss, but he followed behind uh, the quarterback, Richardson, thinking that he had the ball. Great job of carrying out the fake and doing everything to the exact letter. Thomas up the middle. Hit end of one to the five. Second and goal coming up. Second and goal from the five coming up for Alabama State. That's where the Hornets have to get tough and punch it in. You have to have mental toughness to execute in the red zone. This is when everything has to be 100% perfect. Three tight ends in. Archie, along with Smiley, along with Barnes. Richardson on the keeper. Up the middle. Hit at the two balls forward into the end zone. Yes. Touchdown, Hornets. Yeah, Ellis Richardson with a great individual effort. They had the fake sweep going to the left side. Nobody went with the fake. He had three Texas Southern defenders waiting. Richardson jumps in the air, hits the ground, spins, and with a second effort is able to get in the end zone. Just a great individual effort, and that's what you've got to have from your quarterback, Ellis Richardson. Big time play. Hornets answer the Texas Southern drive with a touchdown drive of our own. Albert on for the extra point, kick is up, and it is good with 635 to play in the first quarter. It's Hornets 7, Tigers 7 here on the ASU Hornets Force Network. Thank <laughs> you. 
Hornets respond to Texas Southern Drive with a touchdown drive of our own. 15 plays, 79 yards, 6 minutes, 17 seconds. Ellis Richardson, 6-yard touchdown run. Eddie Robinson, that's how you answer a touchdown drive with a very methodical touchdown drive of our own. We're tied at seven. Yeah, when you're on the road, you have to pass those big plays like that. A couple of crucial third downs with versions of Hornets also bust that assault on third down that they, that they had last week. I like the players that Ellis Richardson showed in the pocket completing a couple you know, key third down passes. And also, that last one was just great individual effort. I mean, it, it was one of those things where you have to make plays above the X's and O's. Nobody went for the fake, but he just had an individual effort from the seven-yard line to score that last touchdown. Tied at seven as Benson kicks off once again for Alabama State. Returned by Watts. Dangerous returner across the 20, across the 30, 40, midfield. Hit at the Alabama State 40-yard line. The enemy mentioned that in the opener. And the big return there for Texas Southern. Yeah, he came into the game with a long of 35 and was averaging 27 yards of return on kickoff returns. And that's a big part of this Texas Southern football team. Alabama State has to buckle down and win in the special teams area. And you can tell from his return there, Austin Watts has the ability to go the distance. First and 10 Tigers from the Alabama State 40-yard line. Officially 59 yards on that return by Austin Watts. Quick pass in the flat. Robinson, forced out inside the 35, gain of six, maybe seven. On the pass from Terry and Hurst, starting quarterback tonight for Texas Southern. They'll mark it at the 34 of Alabama State, second down four coming up. Three receivers left for the Tigers. Tight end right. Now he'll flip. Find up just in the backfield. Offset left with the running back. Robinson offset right of Watt. Quick throw in the flat. Good open field tackle. With the catch. Trey Jenkins with the big hit. Tell you what it was. It was definitely a collision. Alabama State, great job reading that play. Defensively, Trey Jenkins made the big hit, caused the fumble. I think he's a little bit shaken up on the play. 
being attended to by the Alabama State training staff. I think it's a six foot one hundred eighty eighty two pound junior from Daphne, Alabama. Definitely laid a big hit that time for a loss on the play of about three yards. And he's up on the knee and he went low and I think his shoulder just hit, you know, knee and thigh area and if that happens you get those fingers and hopefully he'll be able to shake it off and they're kinda, of, you know, moving that arm around, I think he'll be okay. He's up on the knee, but good job of reacting to the play. They're trying to run those wide receiver screens. And uh, we have to make that good reaction like that. We'll go to the break. We'll take it with them. 538 to play first quarter tied at seven here on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Want your next spring project to have a happy ending? Go through Nicholas Printing Company in Montgomery, Auburn, Tuskegee, or Wetumpka today. Or visit them online at nicholasprinting.com. They have award-winning designers, friendly and knowledgeable sales staff, excellent customer service, and, of course, quality printing, signage, and promotional products. McClick, running everything is that money. McClick Train Company, a proud sponsor of ASU. Support the team that supports your Hornets. American Lou Fast is proud to partner with Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast is dedicated to protecting your car and your family. We are a preventive maintenance car care center, performing a 21-point vehicle inspection with every oil change. Ask for the Hornet Pride promotion and get a discount on your vehicle service while supporting Hornet Athletics. America Lou Fan, support the team that supports your Hornets. to play in the first quarter. We're tied at seven as Trey Jenkins makes his way off the field after being attended to by the ASU medical staff. Officially lost with three on that previous play to Robinson. As you mentioned earlier, prior to going to break, he definitely put his shoulder into that defender. Johnson dropped for a three-yard loss. Yeah, Texas Southern, and they've been pretty much running the football effectively with that read option, attacking the interior of the Alabama State defense. Other than that, there's been a couple of wide receiver screens, so we'll see now in the third down situation if the Tigers will actually pass the ball down the field and how they'll try to attack this Alabama State defense. Both teams with touchdown drives on the first drive of the ball game. As we are tied at seven 
with five per day to play in the first quarter. This will be Texas Southern's first third down play of the game. Coming into tonight's game, 14 of 45, 31%. The ASU defense using first down to the 44% clip, third down and seven from the Hornets' 37-yard line. Watt in the pocket. Has time. Being pressured. Humphrey trying to get there. He's scrambling. Gain of maybe two, but definitely a fourth down to about the 35. Gain of only two on that plate. And that's a great job by Big 98 Antonio Humphrey. He didn't get the sack, but he was able to stop him from getting the first down. He took a good angle to cut the quarterback off. He got a couple yards, but now it's still a big fourth down situation for the Hornets. Also, Robert Brown in pursuit for Alabama State. Texas Southern, three of six on fourth downs this year. Defensively, we allowed three of four. Fourth down, we'll call it six. Call it five from the 35 of Alabama State. Wide from the center trying to draw us offside. Still under 10 on the play clock. Now with five. He's sitting to the bench. Now in shotgun formation, two, one. Timeout called by Texas Southern and Daryl Asbury. Yeah, good disciplined defense by the Hornets, realizing it's a fourth and five situation. They offside penalty gets them the chief first down. Everybody held their water. Nobody moved, forcing the Tigers to take a timeout. We'll stand by 10 seconds for station ID here on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Approaching the approaching the seven o'clock hour here in Houston at BBVA Conference Stadium. You're listening to Hornets Football on the ASU Hornets Sports Network, powered by Alabama State University. Opportunity is here. To learn more, visit www.alasu.edu. Tigers are keeping their offense on the field. Big third down situation. You have the big guy Derek Griffin, the six seven wide receiver at the top. Lined up in one-on-one coverage by itself. Watts looking left. Robinson in the pass. He gets to the first down. He will. 30-25 brought down at the 24 of Alabama State. Yeah, the Hornets made it just a little too easy in that situation. You had three wide receivers at the bottom. They go out and run a play, but then you just get the back swinging out the backfield. And everybody drops in the zone coverage, so it's almost just like a big soft sweep, and he wasn't touching until after he had already gained six or seven yards. First and 10, Texas Southern from the Hornet 24-yard line. Four minutes and counting, first quarter, tied at seven. Two receivers left, one right. Big target Griffin. Watch. Tight end slips out across the middle, running inside the five. And will he score? Yes, touchdown for Texas Southern. Tight end lined up on the end of the line, Billy Rosenberg. We lined up on the right with the formation, slipped down, right down the seam, unnoticed by the Hornet defense. Well, it's always tough. Special Southern has been having a lot of success running the inside zone replay. So you get that hard fake to the quarterback going up the middle of that zone. He's a big tight end. The guy goes 6'6. He slips up the seam. The hardest play on the linebackers, especially when the team that has been running the ball effectively, you see that play fake, it pauses you. The next thing you know, the big tight end gets behind you, and they're able to get that uh, that completion for a touchdown. 
with the live national televised game on ESPNU. Replay is in effect tonight. The scoring play is being reviewed. Rosenberg did fumble the football, unable to tell from our vantage point if he fumbled prior to going in the end zone or not. So the play will be under review. Looking at the big screen, we're trying to see if they can give us a replay here at the stadium. And, you know, Not quite sure they're going to give us yeah, that you know, when, when it could favor the home team. All right, when the home team doesn't <laughs> want to show the replay, I let you know, hey, like, just play football. Let's get another snap in. And what's your take on instant replay? Obviously, from a conference perspective, national televised games is in effect, but more games are not televised than are. What's your take on the instant replay process for our conference as it stands right now? Well, I think it's good, especially when you have the ability to do it. You know, if you have those televised games, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, I think it's great playing on Thursday night. We get a lot of good coverage with ESPN, ESPNU. But sometimes you don't get that Monday night football 20 camera, 20 camera angles. And so you're down to like, you know, maybe two or three shots. But I still think in certain situations when it's the when it's the penalties and you can overturn the mistake by the umpire or referees, you don't want that to be a decision making factor in the ball game when you have the technology and the ability to get the call right on the field. First of two Thursday night games for Alabama State football will be in Pine Bluff two weeks from tonight as the Hornets take on the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Another 6.30 p.m. kick live on ESPNU. Turn on the U, turn up the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Listen live for Hornets football throughout the 2015 season. Special thanks to our partners on the ASU Hornets Sports Network, five stations in the state of Alabama, our national broadcast partner, HSRN. You can also listen live on satellite radio, Sirius 204 XM 108. Replay booth right next to us. Trying to peek in there and see what the replay is showing, Eddie. Well, it's very, very close an angle that we can see kind of to the right of where we are right now. Very close. Well, I wish they would show all of the fans. I mean, you pay good money. They have a really nice scoreboard here at BBVA Conference Stadium, but they refuse to show the play. But maybe they'll show it before or once the decision is actually made. And it really doesn't matter if you're short or not because the referees are going to make their decision based on based on what they see. So, yeah, and let the fans sit in the stands become Monday morning quarterbacks and give their opinion on what they think the outcome should be. It is very, very close from our vantage point. It appears perhaps the ball went through the end zone, which would be a touchback if that is the case. If I get another sneak peek here. Yeah, you're talking about taking points, taking points off the board. I know it was close. He did get down towards the one. And uh, the, the thing is that he had possession and get the football clearly across the goal line before he fumbled. And since the ruling on the field was a touchdown, and it had to be clear and obvious and decisive, you know, definitive, that he did fumble as he wasn't down before he actually crossed. So, important to correct me if I'm wrong, no 90-second time frame to make a decision as in the NFL. So they're trying to get it right. The headsets have come off. Here's the decision from Kevin Boydman. Well, 
So the good thing is not a touchdown. The bad thing, he was down prior to the fumble. They had first and goal at the one. Right. Out of the three outcomes, this is probably the one in the middle, in between. I mean, if I was about to say the best situation was to rule it as a fumble and the ball go out the end zone and it would be spotted at the 20-yard line and it would have been the Hornets' ball. Because the worst situation is that it would have been a touchdown as called. So, I mean, the Hornets, you get another chance. I mean, you never know quarterback to fumble this first play. You make a play defensively. But, hey, whenever you can take points off the board and make them earn it, you like to get one more snap and, and think that you can make a play defensively to try to stop them from getting into the end zone. Absolutely. False start, holding penalty can back them up. A number of things can happen. Watch goes under center, first and goal from the one. And movement and – if it's against Alabama State, there's nothing lost because you're at the one-foot line. So, Kevin Boyman said earlier that the one-foot line, so I guess it's at the half-foot line now. Well, that, that was 94 Roger Henson, but if you want to take a chance and guess the snap and try to make a play, that's the time to try to do it. And uh, Robinson trying to fall forward, and he does. Touchdown. Texas Southern. Hard to stop a third from the six-inch line. Texas Southern punches it in. Three games to lead by a score of 13-7. to seven. Extra point pitching, 319 to play in the first quarter. They're confirming the score to the replay system as Boykman was awaiting the okay from the on-field replay official that indeed it was a touchdown. Well, a lot of excitement going on in the game early. If you like offense and you like fast pace, it's almost, I mean, the Hornets go go really fast. I mean, we're, we're at a, you know, run-and-shoot pace. And Texas Southern is, is at a pretty good clip, too, and both teams are moving up and down the field and putting points on the board. So we'll see which defense can create that turnover or force for punt. I mean, do they have punters? Do the punters throw up today? We'll find out. Not so far in the first quarter. Touchdown was confirmed. Extra point is up and good. With 319 to play in the first quarter, Texas Southern 14, Alabama State 7 on the ASU Hornet Force Network. Show your Bama State spirit by supporting Hornet Pride 365, a great giving initiative that supports your ASU student athletes. For more information and to give, visit BamaStateSports.com forward slash Hornet Pride 365. This ASU Hornet Sports production is brought to you by Regions Bank, Coca-Cola, Alabama Power, Golden Flakes, American Lube Fast, Liquid Printing, Wowin Sports Cafe, East Del Mall, and Honey Baked Pan. Support the team that supports your morning. ASU Athletics is the program of champions. The Hornets have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup titles as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In the classroom, more than 175 student-athletes each semester earned at least a 3.0 GPA with more than 50 earning degrees. And with hundreds of hours contributed in community service each year, it's clear to see why Alabama State Athletics is the program of champions. 
Southern 14, Alabama State 7, 319 to play in the first quarter. Be sure to join us on the ASU campus next Friday night for a triple header kicking off a full weekend of athletic events. ASU soccer will take on Southern at 7 p.m. at the soccer complex. ASU volleyball, two-time defending conference champions, will take on Jackson State at 7 p.m. at Lockhart Gym. At 9 p.m., the Wild Wings ASU basketball late-night madness event, 9 p.m. at the Dunn Oliver Academy. The kick goes through the end zone for a touchback when it's to take over at the 25-yard line. Eddie Robinson, three drives, three touchdowns so far in the contest. Yeah, like you said, we have to see which defense is going to step up and make some plays. And since the Hornets are on offense, we hope that doesn't happen on this drive. We need to tie this game up at 13, put some more points on the board, and continue to play this good, effective offense, nice and consistent, converting on third downs. Ellis Richardson showing a lot of players at the quarterback position. We have a good, strong running game inside and out. Drove us 79 yards and 15 plays in our first drive. Tied the game at seven, offense back on the field. One receiver left, three right. Anderson running left, trying to turn it up field. Gain of two, maybe three. Second down coming up for Alabama State. And the Hornets do a good job of forcing everybody to play discipline football. Richardson does a good job of carrying out the fake. Even when he hands off, he's taking the throw like he's throwing to the receiver. So everybody has to play discipline football. He only needs one guy to make a mistake defensively to have a big play. Plenty of time for Richardson. Took a shot deep down the field for Bemis. Incomplete. Had a chance. Defended that time by Demetrius Johnson. And for the most part, a very accurate throw by Richardson. Yeah, good throw. I mean, you have to give the defender credit on that when he was running a deep post. The center of the field was open. The Texas Southern defender was able to come across and put a hand on the ball. If he's not there enough to make that play, I think we get that reception. Now, a big third down opportunity here for the Hornets. There's one two so far on third down, but went for it on fourth down. Getting that first down, which led to a touchdown. Third down, eight from the Hornets, 27. One receiver left. Three right for Richardson. Has time in the pocket. Tried to scramble. Buys some time up the middle. First down and more. Hurdles the defender to about the 45. First down, Alabama State. Yeah, Richardson has a good feel for the ball game. And he can tell when that pocket is about to close up. He had a three-step drop. Looking for the quick slant. Good job by Texas Southern taking the immediate lead away. He's able to just wiggle through. And once he gets past that first level of the defense, Make a guy miss and get another first down. Ran away from Killer Jenkins in the backfield for an Alabama State first down. Quick throw. Beamer to about the 48, 47-yard line. We'll see where they find a gain of three, maybe four in that first down completion. And, Dwayne, I can't tell you how frustrating that is for a defense, for the coaching staff and for the players, because Texas Southern did everything right. They had a good pass rush. They took away their initial read. You're playing good style of defense. Everybody's covered. And all of a sudden, you have an Eric Richardson who takes through on the 38 and runs for a first down. And the five on that play, second down, five. Richardson got him. Wide open. Oh. Overthrew him. Actually, Lawrence Oliver overthrew him. The pump fake worked. Threw it too far. Wide open touchdown. He'd love to have that throwback. And that's the coulda, shoulda, winner that they have to execute. I mean, he went. they went for the pump fake. We pumped the wide receiver screen. We've been throwing that play four or five times. You have a guy that's wide open. Nobody's within 20 yards. Hey, you threw it on the line drive. That's one that you just lope up in the air, make it like a center fielder, get an easy catch. That should have been the touchdown. Like they say, what should have happened, happened. 
third down and five for the Hornets just outside the midfield. Draw, first down, Richardson, and more, 30, 20, forced out there, run of 31 yards, first and 10, Alabama State. Yeah, Richardson is just showing great patience. That was a design quarterback draw. You can tell the running backs, Allen Anderson is led up with the, with the, the blocking up in the middle. You set your feet. You look like he's going to throw the wide receiver screen once again. The halfback goes in and blocks, and then you just follow him up the middle for a big game. But you have to set it up with timing. Most young quarterbacks don't have the patience to let that play develop. First and 10 from the Texas Southern 20. Brought down for a loss in the backfield. Three for about the 23-yard line. Yeah, Texas Southern say, you won't fool me twice on the same play. They trying to fake the jet sweep and come back with another quarterback draw. The Tigers were there defensively. Now Alabama State in somewhat of a hole with a second and 13 play, almost in that red zone territory. One minute and counting in the first quarter on the trailing 14-7, but on the move. Two receivers left, two right. Davis and Oliver up top. Canna and Bell on the right side of the formation. Thomas, the running back offset left. Richardson with the ball, has some time, throws in the flat, caught, short game, Bell, and of two to the 21-yard line. The third down, 11 coming up. First catch for Bell, third down, 11 for Alabama State. And we'll see if you want to think about it. Well, this is almost two-play territory here. If you get enough, you get close enough, Touchdowns and points are going to be at a premium in this game. I think the Hornets are going to let this first quarter run out, switch sides, and see if they can try to look at the other end, which I think is a good idea because you kind of going into the student section here. You see the Texas Southern band is up in the end zone, so not a lot of noise here at BBVA Compass Stadium, but hey, why not go into the end zone on the other side? I think it's a good idea. After one quarter of play, Texas Southern 14, Alabama State 7, you're listening to the ASU Hornets. Force Network. Wild Wing Sports Cafe in East Del Hall is proud to be a part of the ASU family. The mission of Wild Wings is simple, to serve the Montgomery community with a quality product and great service. We look forward to Hornet Nation joining us each week for great football and great food, and join us each Thursday for the Wild Wings Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show. Wild Wings at East Del Mall. Support the team that supports your Hornets. I go where my work takes me, and that's all over because I contract now with Ryan King. When my dad came home from being away, he brought me matches. I bring my son Ted. But dad could never stay connected like I can or help out like I can with my day-to-day finances. Even deposit money right now when you need me. I love when technology works and helps close the gap between here and home. Legion's mobile deposit lets you choose immediate funds access and gets you options when you need them. That's smart. Thank you. 
Once again, Alabama State answers the Texas Southern scoring drive, nine plays, 75 yards, three minutes, and 27 seconds. 14-14 game, Eddie Robinson. Yeah, and I'm looking at Heist Northern, the defensive coordinator for Texas Southern, a former head coach at Fairview. Been around the swag for a long time playing that Southern, and he's telling his his, uh, his his quarterback, hey, stay outside. If they stay outside, you have a chance to defend that play as we have the kickoff by Alabama State Hornets. Edwards brought down just across the 20-yard line. Good coverage by the Hornets special team in this 14-14 contest. And got to acknowledge picking up the seat for Alabama State, the legend, Peter Rabbit. Oh, the one and the only. alone, one and only. One and only. I remember Peter Rabbit that play when Jock Bubba Cochran kicked that field goal in 91 so we could go undefeated, man. Peter Rabbit was the happiest guy in the stadium. But you look at the, the highlights, man. He, I don't know what he was doing back there, but he always catches those balls. And just a, just a, I mean, I think he's a legendary part of this Alabama State football program. I'm sure he's seen more games than probably anybody in the last 30 years. No doubt about it. 14-14 game. Texas Southern back on offense. Running left. Edwards. But a flag on the play after a gain to about the 27-yard line. Kevin Boyden has been busy tonight. Holding calls on wide receiver Larry Clark. Will back the Tigers up then. And you talk about uh, this Texas Southern team and yeah, you know, I, I can't help with the thing back in '91. This was, you know, my years at Alabama State, '88 to '91. This was always a team that they could be three and eight, but some kind of way they would just play us so hard. I was like, y'all didn't play that good last week against Southern. Why are y'all playing so hard against us? And so they just always have been the thorn in the side of Alabama State. So you gotta take care of them when you get a chance. First and twenty from the eleven. Good defense by the Hornets. Cap Lewis, no gain on that play. Second down coming up with Watts on the keeper, or Hurst rather, on the keeper for the Tigers. Now, the Alabama State defense, you gave up two scores on the first two drives, so you get a big penalty on the first down, you get a first and 15, and now you make a big play. So, hey, this is a big chance to get off the field and let your offense get back and score some more points to try to take control of this football game. Second down, I believe it's second down, 19. Down marking the field, showing third. We'll see who's correct in the second. Big run up the middle across the 20 to the 25-yard line goes Robinson. And now it's third down for Texas Southern. Officially third and seven from the TSU 24-yard line. Tigers over one in, on third down plays in the first quarter. But as Alabama State did, Tigers went for it on fourth down and converted, leading to a touchdown drive. But big opportunity here, as you mentioned, for three and out defensively for Alabama State. Hurt. What's the ball? Looking left. Trying to buy some time. Scrambling. Get great job. Great open field tackle for Alabama State defensively. It's like Darius Washington just got the heel, brought him down short. Three and out defensively for Alabama State as the Hornets defense forces Texas Southern offensively to blink first. Yeah, that was a great job defensively. They were helped by that first play. First and 15 is so much harder to convert a first down than first and 10. 
but the Hornets were able to take advantage of it. Gave up a big run on second down, got a big stop on third down to force a point situation. High punt coming. Trying to get to it for Alabama State. Takes a high bounce at the 30, and it'll be down there. And that's where Alabama State will take over with 12-17 to play in the first half. 14-14 tie. And we'll see now if we can take advantage of the three and out defensively and get another scoring drive offensively for the Hornets. And as, as a young team that's starting to learn how to win, especially winning on the road, there's certain key points in the ball game when you have to bear it down. And I think that's what Coach Jenkins, the whole offensive team, is huddled up on the sideline right now. And I'm sure that's the talk he's giving. Hey, this is our chance. Let's take control of the ball game. 14-14 game, your defense was able to get that three and out. Let's move down, put some more points on the board, and get things going in our direction. First and 10 from the 30. Anderson going in motion. Richardson on the keeper. Big gain up the middle. Across midfield into Texas Southern Territory. Gain of about 21 to the Tiger 49. And, and one thing that we have to talk to Ellis Richardson about, he hasn't learned how to fly. He's in the fourth part of the offense. I mean, he tucks it, and he's in full tailback, fullback mode. I mean, he doesn't shy away from contact, and you like that aggressiveness, but hey, we got to get you through 11 games, so you got to know when to give it up. Big six threes, two thirty-five targets. Anderson up the middle, another first down run for Alabama State. Yeah, two big plays, two decisive running plays up the middle, one on the zone read, quarterback keeper. Now you hand it off to the halfback, Alex Anderson, the freshman, who goes up the middle, one touchdown on the year so far, so you like what the Hornets are doing so far offensively on this drive. Will flip personnel. Bell and Henderson left. Hannah and Davis right. Anderson, the running back, offset left. Gets the handoff. Fumbles the football, recovered by Texas Southern. And it appears, Eddie, that the handoff was not secure past contact on the exchange on that play. Yeah, he tried to just hold it a little too long on the zone read, and then you have contact. One of the offensive linemen was pushed back by Alabama State. Pitch before he can actually have full control of it. Unfortunate, that's what Coach Jenkins talked about. Self-inflicted wounds, you're going in for that go-ahead score, and you put one on the ground. We'll go to break with 11-18 to play in the first half. Hornets and Tigers tied at 14 on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. ASU Athletics is the program of champions. The Hornets have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup titles as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In the classroom, more than 175 student-athletes each semester earn at least a 3.0 GPA with more than 50 earning degrees. And with hundreds of hours contributed in community service each year, it's clear to see why Alabama State Athletics is the program of champions. Hornet Athletics and American Lou Bass are proud to announce the Hornet Pride Rewards Program. Visit any of our 55 locations and say Hornet Pride. You'll receive a 10% discount on every visit, and American Lou Bass will make a contribution to Hornet Athletics. American Lou Bass, support the team that supports your Hornet.
Here in Houston, lost number by Alabama State gives the ball back to Texas Southern at their own 33-yard line. Running left, Robinson for and now fumble on the place on his sideline says we have it and we do. So turnovers on consecutive plays and the Hornets back on offense. And that's exactly what Alabama State needed. Sometimes you have to create your own own left. Unfortunately, we do have an Alabama State Hornet who seems to be shaking up on that play. Running wide, the Texas Southern Tigers are in Alabama State game tackling, forcing that fumble. And it's a scrump. He had five or six guys trying to get on it. Can't tell exactly who recovered the ball, but it's definitely a horn. And actually, that's a Texas Southern player who's shaking up on the field. But he seems to be getting up, and he should be okay. Actually, it's Robinson, the running back, who took that hit. But former pointers, as you mentioned, appears Robert Easterwood got that ball free from Robinson. Can't quite make it to the sideline, being attended to by the Texas Southern medical staff. Well, see, Dwayne, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of country boys in Alabama. So, you know, when you get that 14-point game like that and you get those two big plays in Alabama, it's like getting that big bass on the hook and you reel him up to the boat and he kind of show you his head and you get two angles and you rip the Lord. And that hook come out of his mouth. <laughs> but fortunately, this bad thing came and bit the line the second time, so now the Hornets get another chance to try to put points on the board. You got to be a little gentler with him this time. Let him tie himself out and get your net. So we'll see if the Hornets can take a little more patience and try to get this thing in the end zone. First and 10 Hornets from the TSU 30 yard line. Parts goes in motion. Gets the ball to Jess Sweet. Trying to get outside. Cuts it up. Gains of maybe two to that 28 yard line and perhaps no. More happier person on the Hornets sideline than running back Alexander. Hey, that's why they call it a team. And you, you have 60 guys that travel, and you got to lean on each other. One of your brothers make a mistake, you got to pick them up, take the big play. Great job defensively by the Hornets by getting the offense back on the field. Now we have to take advantage. Crucial part in the ball game, you have 10-41 and counting in this second quarter, 14-14 tied ball game, and Alabama State's driving. Second down, eight in the TSU 28-yard line. Bell and Henderson left. Hannah and Bemis right. Thomas, the running back, offset left. Richardson gets the playoff with one on the play clock. Looking left, throws. Going end zone, incomplete, intended for Anderson in the slot. A lot of contact, heading no flag on the play. Oh, I like the call as a defensive guy. Good back shoulder play. You had one-on-one coverage. I like it. I mean, it's just good, tough defense. Ball is a little high, but I like the read. I mean, you have a one-on-one guy going up the middle of the scene. Hey, make that play. Give, see if your receivers can make that tough catch. Now you have a third and long for the Hornets. Dobbins defending for Texas Southern. When you come back with Bell left, Hannah, Oliver, Davis, split right. Thomas running back, offset left. Richardson in the pocket, half time, throws near side. 
in and out of the hands of Bell. It's a catch he has to make. Had enough for a first down. It'll be fourth down for Alabama State. Yeah, great route. He just ran to the six and turned around. And you saw the one-on-one coverage. Texas Southern has been sitting in zone pretty much the entire game. This time they rotated everyone. You can see that Bell had the one-on-one coverage. Good throw, just wasn't able to execute the catch. Looks like the Hornets are going to be real cheeky here and try to go for this one on fourth down. Bell goes out. Joe Williams comes in. Same formation for the Hornets. Ten on the play clock. Signal still coming in from the sideline. Now with seven, six, five, three on the play clock, two. Richardson does not see it. Timeout called by Brian Jenkins on the sideline. Yeah, and I think Coach Jenkins had it under control. He realized that we weren't going to get a good playoff in this situation. So now, I mean, you're right in that field goal range. If you don't think you can make it, if it's not a sure thing, hey, go for it on fourth down. You definitely don't want to punt because of the field position. That's not a realistic option. Be about a 45-yard kick. Perhaps out of the range of Vincent, I think we'll keep the offense on the field and go for it here on this fourth down and eight situation. They went to the halftime as Peter Houlihan goes one-on-one with Alabama State men's basketball coach Lewis Jackson. ASU basketball late night madness presented by Wild Wing next Friday night part of a Hornet triple header, which ASU soccer will take on Southern at 7 p.m. ASU volleyball will take on Jackson's late at 7 p.m. Volleyball in Lockhart Gym, preceding basketball at 9 p.m. next Saturday. ASU football taking on Southern. Be on campus for the Hornet Walk at 3.45 p.m. right down Harris Way. If you haven't seen it, it's something to see. We will go for the field goal attempt. We will line up for it. 44-yard attempt officially by Albert. Henderson is the holder from the left hash. Matthew blocks strong in the middle. They have a low trajectory on the kick. Matthew's down. Kick is up. It is no good. Appear to be off the left. He actually had enough leg. The ball just kind of faded a little to the left. So it's good to know that, hey, he has the leg strength to get it there. Just have to be a little more accurate of where we're shooting it at. So point is. Defense comes up with the takeaway. Offense unable to take advantage of the great field position at the TSU 30-yard line. Missed opportunity there for sure. Yeah, I mean, the big play was on the third and seven where you had enough for the first down. Uh, wide receiver there wasn't able to make the big catch. Fourth and eight, that's kind of a stretch. you got to respect the opponent. You try to put three points on the board. First pass on the slot getting outside. On the run across midfield. Fourth out of bounds. Big game for Brad Woodard. Gets the pass out of the backfield into Alabama State territory to the Hornets' 41-yard line. And both of these teams do a great job of having running backs come out the backfield and catching these players that are still behind the line of scrimmage. And what happens is you get a one-on-one play with your running back with two receivers blocking. So it's a great chance. You don't have to worry about blocking the big guys. Your receivers just have to make those blocks in the perimeter. Woodard running left, trying to get outside. Good defense by Alabama State. Good coverage that time by Ricky Haley, freshman from Norfolk, Virginia, with the tackle for loss on the play. Yeah, you like that, Ricky Haley. I mean, he's a speed guy coming around that corner, so he did a great job of stringing it, staying wider than the widest, and was able to make that play on the edge for a loss. Loss.
45. Hurts rolling right, trying to go for Griffin. Pressure in the backfield. He gets away. Has some running room. First down, forced out inside the 30. Up to the Hornet. Right at the 29-yard line, I think is where they're going to spot it. First down run for Hurts in Texas. So, yeah, that's been a good job using the legs on the broken plays. I mean, I actually take that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you had the big guy, the six seven guy, Derek Griffin, who was going to the first one-on-one coverage. He looked at him. And one-on-one with a six seven guy and a five seven five ten guy, I'm going to that football up in there and see if he can make a play. Fortunately, I was down to say he didn't make Let's just play that first down. They mark it at the Hornets 30. Pass from the flat, trying to get outside. Hit across the 25 to about the 22-yard line. Justin on the catch for Texas Southern. Make that Johnson to about the 22 of Alabama State. Nearly stripped of the football by Easterwood, gained a bait on that play. Yeah, Easterwood, the freshman out of Fayetteville, but had a hand on it. Wiggled it a loose little bit, just couldn't get it out of there. So now we'll play second and short. The Hornets have to be fuzzy right here on the 22nd, 20, the 22-yard line of the Hornets. Second down, two for Texas Southern. And off up the middle. First down and more inside the 10 to the 9-yard line goes Woodard. Yeah, and Woodard is definitely the speedier of the two backs. He has a throw real big. Not a big kid, but he has a lot of explosion going into the hole. 5'8 and 180 pounds. That's one of those guys that you can catch up with him. You can do some damage, try to cause a fumble, but he's a fast little kid back there. First and goal, Tigers from the Hornet nine. Cross goes in motion to the near side of the playing field. Hurts rolling right, design run. Brought down at about the eight-yard line, tackled by Courtney Berry, second and goal coming up. Yeah, Courtney Berry doing what he usually does, just tracking that ball inside out, able to make the stop for a short game. Now the Hornets have to get tough. They're inside your 10-yard line. You're in the red zone area, and you have to play good, tight, tight coverage on the outside, and you also have to stop the run up the middle. Given two on the game, second and goal from the seven, 6.50 and counting in the first half, 14-14 game. Remember last time Texas Southern used a hard play fake with the tight end up the seam, so you have to keep an eye on the tight end. We have Griffin, the big receiver, in the slot. First, looking right, throws short, incomplete. Third and goal coming up. Pass intended for a cross was short on, or actually short on that delivery, Madden in coverage for Alabama State. Yeah, we caught a break on that one. He just kind of one-hopped and had the receiver for a three- or four-yard game, so you'll take a a third and goal from the six instead of from the three. Third and goal coming up. Big play here. Ball from the far side. Got to back that football up a little bit. Now back on the seven. Third and goal. Texas Southern has size, man. It's a big tight end who caught the first touchdown early, number 81, Rosenberg, and also Derek Griffin, the wide receiver who goes 6-7. So we'll see. The Hornets have to be aware of the jump ball situation. Hurst under center will throw the fade right to Griffin far side of the end zone. Incomplete good coverage by Easterwood. Fourth down coming up for Texas Southern. Yeah, and Easterwood almost coming up with a spectacular one-hand grab over to the receiver, and it's hard to overthrow a 6-7 guy on the fade route, but he did. 
And that's what the coach is giving him a mouthful to catch the seven quarter. But, hey, just put it up there nice and soft. The guy's six seven, give him a chance to make a play. Alabama State, good coverage, good stop percentage. 24-yard field goal coming up from the right hash for Medina. Spot is down. Kick is up. And it is good. With 6.25 to play until halftime. Need to break number two. Texas Southern 17, Alabama State 14 on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. ASU Athletics is the program of champions. The Hornets have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup titles and the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In the classroom, more than 175 student-athletes each semester earn at least a 3.0 GPA with more than 50 earning degrees. And with hundreds of hours contributed in community service each year, it's clear to see why Alabama State Athletics is the program of champions. Hornet Athletics and American Lou Fast are proud to announce the Hornet Pride Rewards Program. Visit any of our 55 locations and say Hornet Pride. You'll receive a 10% discount on every visit, and American Lou Fast will make a contribution to Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast, support the team that supports your Hornet. Southern drive, 64 yards and nine plays. Ends a drive with a field goal by Medina. Takes a 17-14 lead with 6.25 to play in the first half. And defensively, you'll take that. Once the team gets inside the red zone, hey, make them kick it, make them kick threes, don't give them touchdowns. So when you can stop them, especially the way the Alabama State offense has been moving up and down the field and putting points on the board, and that field goal instead of a touchdown can be the deciding factor in this football game. Richard and Park each to receive for Alabama State. Beginning with the kickoff, Park is camping under it and has it from the four. Across the 10, 15, 20, spins, hit, gets hit, and brought down at the 23-yard line. That's where Alabama State will take over. We kind of stopped ourselves last two drives offensively, had a fumble, 
had a drop pass led to a missed field goal attempt. But definitely, to this point, Eddie Robinson, the CSU defense has not stopped Alabama State offensively. Well, hey, that's what Coach Jenkins talked about in pregame. Hey, the self-inflicted wounds. I mean, the fumbles put on the ground, you have a third and seven, and, and you have a sure-handed receiver who drops the football and you can't convert, and then you have to go for the field goal on fourth down. So, but those are things that we're doing to hurt ourselves, but now the Hornets have to get rid of the miscues and keep making the plays. Officially from the 22, Faith Anderson, wide open, Joshua Davis. Across the 40, he can run. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. Don't. He's outside, trying to use the blocking. Big game for Alabama State inside the Texas Southern 30-yard line. And new formation that time, the double back in the backfield, the fake the defense, Davis got open. And Texas Southern used one of those same plays and scored a touchdown to the tight end. And Alabama State comes back and says, touche, we can run that same fate and hit that guy going up the seam. Thomas running right, trying to turn it upfield. Still on the seat, falls forward. Gains to maybe the 25, a good positive gain on first down for Alabama State. Yeah, let's give the big guys up front for Alabama State some credit. Big 79, Garland West, Amazon Love, Williams. Big Chase Dixon. I mean, the quarterback hasn't been touched. I mean, he's been running the football, but in the in the passing formation, he's had plenty of time to throw the football. Second down, five. Thomas up the middle. First down run. Still going. Big game to about the 11-yard line. First and 10 coming up for Alabama State. Hornets on the move. Yeah, Hornets moving fast. Two big plays going down the field. You like the big play, the attacking offense. You come with the play fake, the big wide receiver play, then you actually give it to the running back with that little inside handoff by Khalid Thomas. First and 10 from the CSU 11. Anderson up the middle, going forward to about the five second and goal coming up for Alabama State. Yeah, and Anderson definitely brings a different change of pace. You can see going six foot, 200 pounds, the freshman, he brings the load and he's going downhill kid out of Miami Garden, Florida, like the physicalness that he brings to the game, especially when you're inside that 10-yard line. You need a guy that's not going to shake and bake. You just have to hit the hole and go. Game of six, we can, get, we can get a first down without a touchdown. Short game, maybe one to the four. We'll see where they spot it. Third down coming up. Gain of perhaps one, third down and three from the four. Again, we can get to the one for a first down. Yeah, and probably the, the first bad decision that Alex Richardson has made all night. You have the inside handout with the zone read. That's one, if he pulls it, he probably can run around the right side of that Texas Southern defense untouched. Two receivers right. And Hannah and Beeman, two tight ends. Archie and Barnes. Thomas goes in motion. Catches in the flat, trying to get behind the blocking, and he is near the first down marker. Ball comes out, but it appears that I think he has enough for the first down. No whistle has been blown, and that was just, you know, at some point the whistle has to blow. It appeared from our bench point that ball bounced out of bounds. No whistle was blown. Should clearly go to replay and see what it is. CSU signaling they have the ball, but no official signal yet. I think the ball was fumbled out of bounds near the pylon. But we will, will go to replay on this play. See if we can get a look. 
that on the replay. Yeah, this is similar to the play that Texas Southern had where the guy actually was ruled down at the one, but it was a situation, hey, did he score a touchdown? Did he fumble out of bounds? So, of course, they're going to show the replay now since it seems as though this may be a fumble on the play. It's hard to say when his knee was down. Right. It's a, a big pile there. And, and the question would be if that ball didn't roll out of bounds and it would be a TSU recovery, if it did roll out of bounds, it would still be a, a Texas Southern ball as a touchback on the 20-yard line. Both bad news for the Hornets. So hopefully the best-case scenario is that the knee was down before he actually fumbled the ball, which it was a big pile-up on the sideline. Knee could have been down. He could have been out of bounds. We just have to wait and see once the referees take a look at it. And that's what we hope it will be in favor of Alabama State, that Thomas' knee was down on that far side prior to the ball coming loose. You look at Alabama State, I mean, the, the first drive was a touchdown by quarterback Ellis Richardson. The next drive, Khalid Thomas, you know, the touchdown pass. Made it look easy. Then you come back to Alabama State Hornets on the third possession. It's a fumble. The next possession, you have the key drop on third down, which is a missed field goal. Now the Hornets racing up and down the field. You get inside the 10-yard line, and now you have a potential fumble. The ball's on the ground again. So the Hornets doing a great job of moving the ball up and down the field. Big explosive plays. End of the day, you got to throw points on the board. And part of this is one of my issues with replay, particularly on boundary plays. To me, that should be a camera down both sidelines where you can see the boundaries if nothing else. Far side, no camera shooting down that part of the field after allowing the camera on this side of the field to the deepest part of, of the field from an angle standpoint. Yeah, I was just talking with my colleague, Jay Walker. I called him before. You know, he does a lot of the ESPNU games, and he and I work together and and I asked him how the season was going. He said, man, I wish we had more cameras. So, yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, it's just the, you know, the bigger the game, the more cameras you get. You know, so when you're playing Thursday night, you don't you get cameras, you get air time, but you're not going to get the full allotment. Like I said, it's not going to be like Monday night football. You're not going to get the, the camera on the little wire that kind of zooms behind. Right. That, that's really cool. But, really you know, that costs a lot of money, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like a production thing. So knee was down at the line of the game. First and goal, Hornets at the one-yard line. Ironically, going to that same end zone as it was in the first quarter. Works in our favor this time around with us on offense. And the Hornets kept the break. And I'm going to tell you, from a referee standpoint, I thought the referees did a good job. You have to give credit when they do a good job, but we jump them when they do. mess up. Correct. So in that situation, you know you have instant replay. You let the play play out. Because if you blow the whistle, then it's nothing you can do. The play is down. So if you're in, in doubt if the knee was down, let it play out. You can always take a look at it. And fortunately, the Hornets now have a first and goal on the one-yard line. First and goal from the run. Three tight end set. Robinson, does he score? Yes. Touchdown, Hornets. Stanley Robinson, the one-yard run. And for the first time tonight, Alabama State takes the lead. Senior running back from Montgomery play will be reviewed, but he was standing up in the end zone when the whistle blew and the hands went up, and that quick confirmation touchdown Alabama State. And you know one thing I like about Coach Jenkins, he's a protection type coach. You know, so you have a guy that he fumbles it on the end zone, almost fumble. You know what? I'm gonna go with the senior. Get in there, two hands on the football, uh-huh. move the ball, give me the touchdown because those are crucial situations. You cannot put the ball on the ground. 
when you're inside the red zone like that. Ball started against the Hornets. Definitely don't want to see special teams penalties. I know John Hendricks, special teams coordinator, is not happy about that. We'll back us up five. As you point now, a 25-yard kick. The spot is down. Kick by Albert is up. And he hooked it. No good. No good. So the penalty impacts the extra point with 3.20 to play until halftime. Hornets 20, Tigers 17 on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. lead by a score of 20-17. to 17. Benson with the kickoff for the Hornets. Dropped and recovered by Edwards, but gets free across the 20 near the 30-yard line as the Hornets take the first lead of the night by a score of 20-17 to 17 following a seven-play, 78-yard drive taking 239 off the clock, one-yard run by Robinson, and the Hornets lead for the first time tonight. Yeah, defenses are playing pretty solid this game. Gave up two, well, the first and second series drive to touchdowns. But after that, they've been able to stop the Texas Southern Tigers on down. They were able to force a fumble and then hold them to a field goal once they got inside the red zone. And like you said, that leads us here, count down to the end of the second quarter, Hornets with a 20-17 to lead. 
first and 10 from the 29. Trying to get outside. Flag on the play. Run by Woodard. But there is a flag on the near side, usually in the area of holding. Yeah, we have two. Second time the receiver Clark has been called for holding. We'll step aside 10 seconds for station identification on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Two fouls on the play, one against Texas Southern for holding, another personal foul penalty against Alabama State. Defensive end Savion Gammer, but the penalties were offset. So we'll do it again, first and 10 from the Tigers' 29 yard line. Yeah, and Savion Gammer, the, the red shirt freshman, that was actually away from the tackle. So I think that may have been a, just some type of personal thing going on with one of the big offensive linemen there. But hey, got to take it as it comes. And now we have. Both teams jumping off sides, and we'll see how this one goes. And that's against the Hornets. So now you, you had a chance to have them with a first and 20 because of that holding play, but you get the penalty on the face mask. Now you turn around and get an offside penalty. So now it goes first and 20, the first and five for Texas Southern, and that's making it real hard if you're playing defense. Gary and Barry call for offside. Handoff on the draw up the middle, first down yardage. Wooded on the carry to about the 40-41 yard line of Texas Southern. 50 to 40, first and 10 for the Tigers. Top of the hour here in Houston. When it's lead for the first time by a score of 20 to 17, when it's football powered by Alabama State University, opportunity is here. With my partner, Eddie Robinson, I'm Dwayne Lewis. Big pass in the flat, trying to get outside across the 45, steps out of bounds. At the reception is the receiver, Johnson. And we're seeing a lot of wide-angle throws, Eddie, getting the ball to the playmakers, giving them a chance to turn up field quickly on both sides. Yeah, but we had a chance on that play. Dominique Jackson, the sophomore linebacker uh, for Alabama State, has to just stay wide. If you stay wide, there's 10 other guys inside that want to play and come make a tackle and cause a fumble. But when you let them get outside of you, it's just him in the sideline, and that's not a good position to be in. Gain of seven, second down, three, 235 and counting in the first half. Good tackle for loss. Barrett coming from his defensive end position. Gets wooded on the ground for a loss. And that's a play that Texas Southern has run a couple times tonight. I mean, they have a big 74, Drew Moore, 6'3", 315 pounds. And he came around there, and I think the lights got dim around here. So this big kid is turning around the corner. They're trying to just run like a delay coming back to that left side. And Alabama State did a good job of making the play from the backside to stop a bread and butter play that Texas Southern has had success with tonight. A bit of a tackle for loss from here. They gave him two to the 29, third down and one. But he does not make it to the line to gain as the Hornet defense forms for a loss. That time, no doubt, is would have tackled for a loss. Fourth and three coming up. Yeah, Courtney Barry and a lot of the big guys up front making plays in the middle. Roderick Henderson, all of the big boys. And now, of course, the Texas Southern have the point. You have to watch the offside. You have to watch the tape. But a great job on third and inches, not only stopping the play, but tackling from a loss. Has a coach, has a play by Coach Dinkins taking the timeout with a minute and 33 seconds left in the half, giving the Hornets a chance to put some more points on the board before the half expires. 
And not only that, Eddie Robinson, if we can get points, we'll have the ball to start the second half. So a chance to get two offensive possessions. And the way we move the football tonight, the only team that stopped Alabama State offensively has been Alabama State. Well, the Hornets, I mean, it was like you said, they're going up and down the field at breakneck pace. A couple of times you have a couple of issues, you're not going to play a perfect football, but you want to strive for it. But you take away a couple of those mistakes, and the Hornets will have a really big night. A couple of overthrows, one that could have been a touchdown, third down that was dropped. I mean, all in all, pretty good evening for the Hornets in the first half. I know Coach Jenkins is still going to say, hey, we left some points on the board in the first half. Let's get things moving this quickly. Tigers lined up to punt. Corey Carter, senior from Jackson, and the flag on the play where Wilson stops. No flag right now. Well, the Hornets are definitely playing the fake. They didn't have a deep returner. Now you have. But I expect the seven was trying to get a quick one on us, but. Liz Thomas is the deep guy now. Alabama State does have a return, but you still have the defense in the game anticipating that there could be a fake on this play. Essentially 10 in the box, but the ball is booted high punt. Thomas camps under it, shows the fake, goes into the end zone, touchback, good job of deception by Khalid Thomas. We'll take over with 124 remaining in the first half and the chance, as you mentioned, Eddie, to get points before the half and perhaps can be on offense for the next five or six minutes going into the third quarter. Points in both drives could make the difference in what happens later in this contest. Yeah, and you can definitely tell me. This, this is how you see how a young quarterback is maturing. Ellis Richardson, can you win the two-minute drive? Do you know when to throw it out of bounds? Do you know when not to take the sack? Can you be efficient and manage the football? From the 20, pass the flat caught. Tanner, knee was down, gain of seven. Got to line up, clock moving, second down and three coming up, 115 and counting. In your NFL game, they say, hey, just get first downs. But it's even more important in college because that clock stops once you get those first downs. So you have to get first downs. Even on the completion, get first down. Second down, three from the 27. 500 minutes to play in the first half. Richardson fakes, trying to take a shot. Femus ran short, pass goes long, incomplete, stops. Clock stops, third down and three with 50 seconds remaining. So, fortunately, the clock stops. We'll stop on the first down if we can get three or more here. It looks like the Hornets were trying to set them up to play that they missed earlier, trying to take that wide receiver screen and one guy going deep, just a miscue with the wide receiver. But now, a third and three, you had your run pass option because the clock will stop if you can convert and get the first down. Richardson on the keeper, trying to get outside, cuts it back. He'll just fall down, take the loss back to the 26-yard line. Second Southern will call time with 40 seconds remaining in the first half, three and out offensively for Alabama State. Yeah, not a bad decision by Ellis. I mean, in that situation, he didn't think he could beat the guy to the sideline, so he didn't want to run out of bounds. But it seems like he could have got a little bit more out of that play. Hey, Coach Jenkins met him at the numbers, and I'm thinking the same way. Hey, you're, right. you're a tough quarterback. I mean, hey, run and try to get the first down. I, I felt like he kind of gave up on that play just a little too soon and just conceded the slide. And I, I know from his thing, he's thinking, hey, coach, I don't think I could beat him to the sideline. I didn't want to get tackled out of bounds one yard short. I wanted the force to take the timeout. The coach is like, hey, be a competitor. You know, yeah. take him out, 
Stuck your head down. Don't just concede the slide. Make them out. Try to make a play. Hey, you're a big physical quarterback. You've been running hard all night. Give it to me. Let me make that play. That's crucial. Not only did you not get the first down, but now your defense has to come back out on the field one more time and give Texas Southern another shot at trying to score points on you. Only 10 points on the field right now. But still put his time on the play clock with 17. Yeah, but you can't have those type of issues in game five. Gets the point off, takes a pointed bounce inside the 40. Still trickling inside the 35. Let the clock run. Let the clock run. Don't, Don't touch, touch it. Good job. Looks like Eddie Robinson on the green where he hits and spins right and makes that left turn towards the hole. Well, I haven't been on the green in quite some time, so I'll probably overshoot that into the lane. <laughs> <laughs> So Texas Southern takes over with 28 seconds to play in the first half at its own 31-yard line. To we'll see how aggressive the Tigers will play it here. Hornets lead by a score of 20 to 17. Well, the Hornets couldn't put that points, but now you have to be smart. If I'm Texas Southern, I'm gonna take at least a shot. And you have this big receiver, Derek Griffin, caught three touchdowns last week against Jackson. Hey, throw one deep zone. See what happens. The Hornets have to be prepared and alert for that. They're looking right. Hurt, pressure, hit, throws it away. We'll see. That ball from this angle did not make it back to the line of scrimmage. That should be grounding. We'll see how they call it. Well, depends on what the headlines must say. I didn't see it reach the line. And, did the clock, and there's the flag. Did the clock start at 20 seconds? Did the clock even start? Great play defensively for Alabama State. Possession started with 28 seconds to play in the half, so did have eight seconds elapsed okay. on that play. And good job by the officials conversing with one another. I think Coach Asbury right here was taking me. I mean, after that play, it almost was a sack force fumble. You don't want to give up a touchdown. Okay, now you have the, the 10 second runoff because you're under, what, two minutes and a half, and you have a penalty against the offense, which benefits the Hornets. So, and now with 10 seconds backed up on your own 20 yard line. If you're Texas Southern, you're probably well advised to take a knee, but we'll see if they want to try to attack. The Hornets need to take advantage if they do drop back and try to pass. Hornets in prevent defense, just three down linemen, nine deep in the secondary. And the clock expires, and that is the end of the first half. Exciting first half, a lot of points scored. And the Hornets lead by a score of 20-17. Any your initial thoughts on the first 30 minutes of play? Well, Alabama State offensively came out firing. I mean, they scored points on the first two possessions, kind of slowed down a little bit, was able to get it going again. But, hey, if you take away some of those missed throws, a fumble here or there, it could be a big offensive half for the Hornets. You can't score all the points on every play, but you have to try to. Defensively, they set it down, throw a couple turnovers. I think the Hornets need to come back out, reestablish themselves in that third quarter in the second half, put more points on the board, and keep the pressure on the Texas Southern football team. Hornets will go to the halftime locker room with the lead of 20 to 17. Stay with us. 
During the morning's halftime, presented by American Lou Fast, we'll go one-on-one with Alabama State men's basketball coach Lewis Jackson here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. American Lou Fast is proud to partner with Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast is dedicated to protecting your car and your family. We are a preventive maintenance car care center, performing a 21-point vehicle inspection with every oil change. Ask for the Hornet Pride promotion and get a discount on your vehicle service while supporting Hornet Athletics. American Lou Fast, support the team that supports your Hornets. Don't miss a minute of swarming things. Purchase your tickets for Hornet football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at amastatesports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Day. Get your tickets now! Welcome back to the American Blue Fast Hornet Halftime Report. It's a nice game at Texas Southern. I'm Peter Houlihan, and I'm here with ASU men's basketball head coach, Lewis Jackson. Uh, the team went 19-10 and 10 a season ago. This is his 11th year now at the helm of the program. Coach, you're going to talk a little basketball here. Looking forward to the season right around the corner. It's got to be an exciting time. Uh, we have a very challenging schedule in the early part, playing at Virginia Tech and ESPN three games. We also travel to UAB. 
Mercer and also Chattanooga down in the Emerald Coast Classic down in Justin, Florida. So all these opponents on the horizon. What kind of was your thinking going into scheduling these type of opponents? Well, you know, we always want to play a challenging non-conference schedule. You know, we don't feel like, you know, when we go into the different conference, Conference USA, uh, ACC, Virginia Tech, and guys like that, you know, it gives us a different look, different styles of play from different teams around the country. And, um, you know, so we want to get all those looks early. So when we get into the conference, uh, it gives us a different look. Uh, we'll be prepared for most anything that comes out. Also, with the Virginia Tech game, we have a senior on our team. You know, what we try to do is some of our senior guys before they leave, they come into the program. We try to get as close to their front door as we possibly can. And we have a, a guy on our team from Virginia, uh, to those of them, uh, he's a senior this year, and we, we try to give it to his area so his family, friends, and loved ones to come out to see young play as well. So that alone, uh, we're trying to play, you know, SEC, last year, SEC. And we want to venture out. We got UAB up there in Birmingham. It's a good uh, in-state game for us. They were in the tournament last year. Have a very good ball field. And we have a lot of new guys. So we we getting out on the road a lot this year, and and we give some returning games. So put us on the road. But we, we look forward to it. It'll be a good hot challenge for us. Yeah, never uh, backing away from a challenge. Coach Lujak always going up against those big foes and other. Conferences. Uh, one of the rivalries I also wanted to discuss you was the Southern rivalry. Last year we had such great finishes in all three of those matches. We had taken them to the wire in all three. We beat them the first two times in the regular season. The first Snow Waters hitting those three throws in overtime in the first game. The second one down at Baton Rouge, which made ESPN Sports Center top plays, really created a buzz around campus. Everyone just talking about this series, and of course we lost to them by just a basket in the SWAC tournament. I wanted to ask you, what's it like to be on the sidelines for this series? What what makes it so great? Well, first of all, because they're, they're good uh, opponents, you know, Coach Frank um, down at Southern have done a tremendous job of their program. And, you know, and we try to continue to be one of the top teams in the league. And, and of course, that's where they are now. And it, it's just a great series to be in. You know, we know every night um, that every time that we play them, we're going to get that best. You know, they'll be well prepared and they're going to come in and do a lot of confidence. And, and we just want those are the things we try to instill in our guys. But, you know, just to be on the sidelines, you know, it, 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 it's intense, but you have to stay focused on what's going on, stay in the moment, and, and try to make um, decisions or calls that's going to benefit, you know, the team in a certain way, whether it's offensive or defensive. So, you know, it, it's great. And, and those games last day have been beating us for a while, you know, and uh, in the last couple of years or so. But, you know, to be in those games last year and for us to come out on top of a couple of those games, it was really great. And then going into the tournament, you know, we had played well down to the last two or three minutes of the ball game, and we let it slip away from us right at the end of the championship. It was a very tough loss for us. Um, we lost basically right down the buzzer. Uh, we found a guy with one, two seconds up on the clock. He made both free throws. But overall, it's, it's a great series, you know, and what we're trying to do is just get prepared for each team each and every night. But the Southern, you know, um, series is it, a very tough one. Yeah, definitely looking forward to more of those Southern ASU battles. Never know what's going to happen, who's going to win at the end of the time, but it's always great to watch. So very entertaining stuff. And then I also want to look at the seniors that were so important to this team, guys like Demarcus Robinson, Luther Page, Marie Strong, Wendell Lewis. These guys were such a big part of the team, really the core foundation of ASU Hornet basketball. But now looking ahead, these new Hornets, how do you think they're going to be a bit different, and what do you really like about their games and what they're going to be able to bring to the table this coming season? 
Well, uh, as you stated, you know, those guys that we lost, you know, we lost five of our top uh, eight guys in the program. And, and four of those guys, they were all big. You know, and I started with Luther. Luther was a four-year uh, guy in the program. And, you know, he, he was the defensive guy that knew everything that we was looking for being here in the program so long. And, and getting him there from Mississippi State and, and Maurice and Junior Coswell and D-Rob and D.G., you know, it was, it was a good core group of guys, and, and we had been around together. We, we had those guys for a couple of years. And, and you didn't have to tell them much because they kind of knew what was going on. And it's going to be difficult replacing them. We lost all our bigs, and we have a lot of new guys that's coming in. Um, so it's a lot of teaching going on at this point in time. But I think at this time, we really don't have that guy that we just drop it down to in the, in the post right now. They say he can go and get a basket. I think eventually Tony Armstrong will be that guy for us uh, uh, once we get into conference play. But right now, you know, we just going to play through our guards. You know, we have a lot of um, – we have Jamel that's back and senior, all, our first team all conference. We have five years to do it. And also we have Stephen Rogers, who was freshman of the year, and can really score the ball well. But we've had some good pieces, you know. Uh, the floor will be back. Uh, Terlock Thomas is going to be a guy that we look for to do a lot of things. Well, it's Nick Barnes, so. Uh, we're going to be weighing one, two, and three heavy. And, and we're going to let them shoot a little bit more this year. So we're going to try to push it up the floor, get some shots early, and, and send those bigs to the class for the second opportunity. All right. Interesting take there, Coach. We'll be looking forward to seeing how the Hornets are going to look differently on the court this year. This concludes our American Loop Pass Hornet Halftime Report. Second half kickoff up next here on the KSU Hornet Sports Network. This is ASU Women's Hope Students and Team Sylvia Sango with your ASU Sports Report. Be sure to get the latest news on our official website at diamondstatesports.com. Friday, the two-time defending Black champion ASU volleyball team will play at Alabama A&M at 7 p.m. ASU soccer will also be in action Friday at Grambling at 4 p.m. and Sunday at Arkansas Pine Bluff at 1 p.m. Saturday, the ASU cross-catching team will compete in the Grayson Louisville Classic at 10 a.m. The ASU women's cross-country team is a four-time defending SWAC champion. Men's goal, also the four-time defending SWAC champion, will compete this Monday and Tuesday at the Tennessee Martin Tournament. Women's goal, the three-time defending SWAC champion, will also be in action Monday and Tuesday at San Houston State. Join us next Friday, October 9th to kick off a full weekend of events on the ASU campus. ASU soccer will host Southern at the soccer complex, while ASU volleyball will host Jackson State at the Lockhart Gym. The first match is starting at 7 p.m. At 9 p.m., the action moves to the Dunn Oliver Academy for the Wild Wings ASU basketball late-night madness event. Come out and see your SWAT champion ASU women's basketball team and men's team in action and also meet the women's bowling team and pick up schedule posts after the event. Hornet football returns home Saturday, October 10th, versus Southern at 6 p.m., the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Purchase tickets by calling 334-229-4551. Single-game tickets start only $10 online at diamondstateports.com forward slash tickets. Sunday, October 11th, ASU soccer will host Jackson State at 1 p.m. I'm ASU Women's Sports Student Athlete Sylvia Masango, and that's your ASU Sports Report. For more information, visit diamondstatesports.com. Show your Diamond State spirit by supporting Hornet Pride 365, a great giving initiative that supports your ASU student athletes. For more
more information and to give, visit samusaysports.com forward slash Hornet Pride 365. This is Kevin Kendricks, Director of Compliance, and this is your Compliance Tip of the Week. The basketball coaches at Alabama State University held their first-ever coaches clinic for local high school coaches this past weekend. The cost for the clinic was $250, which included raffle prizes. The total value for the raffle prizes was $50. Since the value of the raffle prizes was included in the registration cost for the attendees, was it permissible for the ASU coaches to provide prizes to high school coaches? No. NCAA legislation states that an institution may not provide gifts to high school, prep school, or two-year college coaches in conjunction with the coaches winning or other events. Always remember, ask before you ask. For any questions, email us at compliance at alasu.edu. Wild Wing Sports Cafe at East Hill Hall is proud to be a part of the ASU family. The mission of Wild Wings is simple, to serve the Montgomery community with a quality product and great service. We look forward to Hornet Nation joining us each week for great football and great food. And join us each Thursday for the Wild Wings Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show. Wild Wings at East Hill Mall. Support the team that supports your Hornets. Nearly a century ago, six academic institutions joined each other in Houston, Texas to form a sturdy, spirited association. Since that time, they've developed to become one of the leading collegiate athletic associations in the world, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. From the southeastern region of the United States and Alabama to the second largest state in the country in Texas, the parishes of Louisiana through the Mississippi River and the natural state of Arkansas. Students from all over the world demonstrate the ability to perform, achieve, and excel in scholastic activities. Be a part of history. Be a part of the SWAC experience. Stand and be counted among the best in academics, athletics, music, stewardship. Create your world of contacts and friendships that last a lifetime. We are proud of our past and value our traditions. We will always carry a spirit of respect and competition. We are the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Honor the heritage. Listen live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wings Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Eastdale Ball location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornet Sports Network as we talk Hornet football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show, Thursday at 6 p.m. here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Started my Camry. Went through the auction. Won a storage locker. Found an old guitar. Track down the smooth car. Reunited them. It's the jackpot. The old new camera. One bold choice leads to another. Toyota. Let's go. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions. ASU student athletes have earned back to back Commissioner Cup trophies as the best. 
all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And while ASU Athletics has earned 20 swag division, regular season, conference, or tournament titles in the past two seasons, success has also been achieved in the classroom. More than 170 student-athletes in the past four semesters have earned at least a 3.0 GPA, with an average of more than 20 each semester earning a perfect 4.0 GPA. In the community, the Hornet student-athletes contribute hundreds of hours of community service each year in giving back to the River Region. Alabama State University Athletics is the program of champions in competition in the classroom and in the community. moments away from the start of the second half as the Alabama State Hornets lead the Texas Southern Tigers by a score of 20 to 17. I'm Dwayne Lewis with Hornet Great and 11-year NFL veteran Eddie Robinson. And Eddie, one of the things that jumped out, you really point out to me, looking at the first half stat, 40 plays for Alabama State, just 26 for Texas Southern, yet only lead by three points. Yeah, we only lead by three points, and the time of possession is only like uh, 37 seconds in our favor. So if you see a shoot, then you have to feel like, hey, you dodged a couple bullets, you had a couple turnovers, but you're at home, and you're only down three points. Now we have to say, you got to pass the gas in this third quarter. I mean, you've been having big plays offensively running the football and throwing. Now you have to have a good, sustained drive that finishes with a touchdown to give your team a 10-point lead. Ellis Richardson, that quarterback, did 8 of 14 passes for 94 yards with one touchdown. Also ran seven times for 83 yards in a touchdown run. Yeah, I mean, he's been really good. He's been making the right decisions. Shows a lot of points. Has a good feel for when you have to get out of the pocket. With a lot of young quarterbacks, they kind of have faith, hope they get to that one. 
what I say in the pocket. When he makes his decision to run, he sets it like a halfback and he runs with authority, except for that one play at the end of the half where he's clear. And I think Coach Jenkins is like, hey, man, get him first down next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Alexander ran nine times, 46 yards. Khalid Thomas ran six times to 41 yards. Again, eight of 14 completions to four different receivers. Jameer Hanley caught two for nine. Joshua Davis, a big catch, one for 49 yards. Khalid Thomas, one catch, 21 yards, and touchdown. Austin Bemis with one reception for five yards. Texas Southern, for the most part, doing his damage on the ground with Brad Wooders, 7,400 yards, including the 54-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. Yeah, Wooders only grabs 5'8", 180 pounds, but extremely good guy, good speed, good burst, and he's only a freshman. But he's definitely the feedback, and that's the guy that's been hurt now with Alabama State. Of course, they have the big receiver, Derek Griffin. You know, actually, Texas Southern radio guys who are right next to us, you know, chatting back to Devin Wade, good buddies of mine. I'm like, hey, man, what y'all going to throw it to the big guy? They're like, that's what he's trying to figure out. So, <laughs> so hopefully, Texas Southern won't realize that this guy has a huge height advantage over our DBs. I mean, we've had good coverage on him, but you'd have to think at some point that they will try to exploit that big match with a back shoulder throw or in the red zone and try to see if you can't get that play to your big play receiver. Robinson ran six times for 37 yards, also a touchdown to quarterback. Hurts, 507, 62 yards, also ran five times for 22 yards. Richard Johnson, one catch for minus three, one rush for minus three, rather, and also has two catches for 15 yards. As you mentioned, not a lot of damage by Texas Southern in the passing game, but hitting us on some runs has been very effective. Yeah, you have to keep in mind, I mean, they still have a lot of inexperience at quarterback. And y'all are a lot of young quarterbacks for their sexual cover team. But for Alabama State, defensively, when you know that, and they're not giving you a whole lot in the passing game other than the wide receiver screens and the, just the running back coming out the back. So you have to be really south in stopping that running game. And it starts up the middle. They have a, re, a recurring team where they run a little zone inside read handoff and uh, number 18, number 26, the uh, real running back for Texas Southern has been very effective. You know, Waters with the 100 yards is just the first half. So I think you have to have your focus on stopping the run and force Texas Southern into a passing situation. When it will receive to start the second half, Pritchard and Park deep to receive for Alabama State Medina to kick off. Yeah, but overall, I think you have two evenly matched teams who kind of mirror each other. You know, both of them have had some effectiveness on the ground. Quarterbacks are able to scramble and run and do tough defenses. So I think it's really going to come down to who can make that big play offensive special teams and who can create the turnover. Which defense is going to step up and make the play? Kickoff goes nine yards deep into the end zone. Parks will take a knee and will begin at the 25-yard line. Each team with one turnover fumbling on consecutive plays in the first half. So the full Hornet offense huddles at the 25, and first 11 will take the field. Richardson, that quarterback, once again, 8 of 14, passing 94 yards, one touchdown, also 83 yards rushing in the first half. Barnes goes in motion to the right from this tight end spot. Richardson on the keeper. Good decision trying to get to that 30-yard line. Stood up at the 29, gain of four, second down six coming up. 
a decision by Richardson, and they close down on Khalid Thomas. Four-yard gain. Second down, six. In the shotgun, looking right, half time, throws. Incomplete flag on the plate here that Hannah was interfered with on the plate. Dobbins in coverage for Texas Southern. He's seen penalized three times in the first half. You know, Richardson shows a lot of force in the pocket. Man, that's a situation where he had some running lanes. He could have took off, tried to make a play with his feet, but realizing he had a guy coming on the crossing route, you know, trusted his arm, trusted that he could make a good, accurate throw. So I think you're seeing a quarterback who's starting to feel more comfortable with his running and throwing ability. From the 40, passing the flat. Thomas across the 45, get out of bounds for the game of seven to about the 47. Took a big hit, but bounced right back up. Good first down game for Alabama State. Yeah, and Richardson, once again, you see Khalid Thomas coming out of the backfield, running downhill, and I like the accuracy. I mean, he's able to catch and continue running. The ball's not high. It's not behind him. You hit him right in the number and in stride. It seems like an easy 10-yard throw, but it's not as easy as it looks. And he makes that, that throw repeatedly and does a very good job with it. Ball goes in motion right. Screen. Bemis, first down. Sixth Southern Territory brought down near the 40. Nice design, nice execution. First down, Alabama State. Yeah, we just have to have uh, two hands on the football. That thing was yeah. kind of hanging out there a little bit. and We kind of worry about a, a turnover at this point would be crucial. But Alabama State moving down the field, good, effective run and pass, get the ball in and out of the huddle quick. Down to the Texas Southern 42-yard line. Three receivers left, one right. Thomas, the running back, offset right, flag on the plate. Perhaps movement. Robert Rockamore at right guard position. Couldn't quite get set. They'll back us up five to the CSU 47-yard line, first and 15 coming up. Just underway, first drive of the third quarter. Alabama State leads Texas Southern 20-17. to The same formation for the Hornets. Now Henderson going in motion right. Thomas up the middle. Good first down run to about the 40. Back to the original line of scrimmage and then some. Yeah, they able to get those five yards back with the inside handoff. So now you, you're back into a second and eight situation. That, that downs marker guy, he always has trouble when it's that first down penalty. Cause now you have right. It's <laughs> not the first or the second time that Correct. he's gotten that wrong. But second down and eight from the TSU 40, Richardson with time. Looking left, throw, incomplete, in and out of the hands of Austin Bemis, a little bit behind him for the catchable football. Yeah, you have to make that catch. And you catch it, you still have plenty of room to run. I think Bemis was just trying to sit around and get up to a little bit too soon, but you have to look that in. It's behind you, but make that play. Pointed some very impressive five of eight on third down plays in the first half. Third and eight here from the TSU 40, 12, 36 to play. In the third quarter, 20-17, ASU lead. Far count by Richardson now. He'll get the signal from the sideline and change the play. Seven on the play clock. Texas Southern, very basic and consistent on defense. Not changing up much. Nobody moving around makes it easier for a young quarterback. 
That's just the playoff. Thomas up the middle. Nice move cutting back to his left. Will be short of the first down. Gain of about five to the 35 of TSU. Fourth down and three coming up. Offense will stay on the field. Four down territory for Alabama State. And just as I say that, the punting unit comes <laughs> on the field. So we try to play field position. Perhaps the hard count is in order. Fourth down and two. See if we can get them to flinch. Well, I think you definitely want a hard count, maybe even take a delay a game if they don't jump, because here at the 34-yard line, you, know, you punt it into the end zone, you only get 14 net yards. Brian Pooches does a good job of doing so. Can we down it in play? Yes, we can. Inside the 10, out of bounds at the 8-yard line, and that's where TSU will begin his first drive of the second half. 11.47 to play third quarter. Hornets lead 20-17 to on the ASU Hornets Force Network. Hornet Athletics and American Lube Bass are proud to announce the Hornet Pride Rewards Program. Visit any of our 55 locations and say Hornet Pride. You'll receive a 10% discount on every visit, and American Lube Bass will make a contribution to Hornet Athletics. American Lube Bass, support the team that supports your Hornet. We supply over 44,000 square miles in Alabama with electricity every day. We're there no matter what, because our state needs it. More importantly, you need it. We're dedicated to keeping your power flowing, even in the face of extreme weather, or even more extreme federal mandates. Dedication. That's how we bring power to Alabama. Alabama Power. Always on. In the third quarter, Hornets 20, Texas Southern 17. Tigers take the field for the first time in the third quarter. Pin inside the 10 at the 8. Hurts that quarterback throwing incomplete off the chest of Griffin. Tried to go to the big receiver on the screen. Second down coming up. 
but I think that's hey, that's in Alabama State's advantage. I mean, like you said, they had one running back that got 100 yards in the first half. You want to come out faster? Thank you. Keep passing. We appreciate it. All right, because we need to stop the run anyway, and the best way we can do it is you call pass. 19 runs to seven pass attempts for the Tigers in the first half. Second and 10 coming up. Two receivers left, two right. First now, five of eight passing in the contest, making the second straight start. Looks left, will throw left. Griffin catches this one. Appears to be close to the first down marker. We'll see where they spot it. Big six, seven target from right here in Houston. Barry High School has enough for a CSU first down out to the 19-yard line. Looks like they're trying to make a concerted effort to get the big guy involved in the offense, so we'll see if Alabama State can make that adjustment if they continue with those efforts. Three receivers right. Handoff. Here's the Willers across the 20 to the 21-yard line. Two, maybe three on that first down run for Texas Southern. Yeah, and that's the guy I think we have to stop. Seven touches for 100 yards, uh, a long one of 54 and a touchdown. That's the guy you have to get under control. He's averaging 14.3 yards per carry in the first half stat. So we're expecting that number to come down significantly in the second half. Gain of three, second down, seven, two receivers either side. Will it offset to the left of the quarterback hurts? He looks left, throws, screen, drop, incomplete. About to hit Edwards, third down and seven coming up for Texas Southern. Like I said, every time they pass, I think it's a <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling another pass play. I mean, the quarterback is delivering good balls. That was just a drop by the wide receiver. But once again, hey, you had 157 yards rushing in the first half. You want to come out passing, hey, we'll take that. Now you have a third and seven situation, which should be to the Hornets' advantage. Big opportunity to get off the football field. Griffin not on the field right now. Three receivers right, one left. Hurts calling signals. Loose snap. He gets it up, being pressured in the backfield. He'll scramble, get free for a first down, slides down at the 30. And it appears he knew exactly what that market was, enough for a Texas Southern first down. Yeah, that, that's just football. I mean, uh, you, you have a good rush, everybody's covered down the field, and you have a quarterback who drops the snap and is able to somehow. Uh, pick it up and make a play out of it. Uh, you just, you know, chalk it up to football and just play first down. From the 29, first and 10, Texas Southern, 10 5 and counting third quarter. One just leads 20 to 17. Low throw incomplete on the far side. Pass intended for Carpenter, second down and 10 for Texas Southern. with just seven pass attempts in the first half. That's at least the fourth, if I'm not mistaken, here already in the third quarter. A lot of throws on this opening possession for Texas Southern. Second down and ten. Another pass play. Low caught at the knee on the ground. He once again went to Carpenter. Third down coming up for Texas Southern, gain of about five to the 35-yard line. Now, Hornets have to stiffen up right here. We have to get off the field in this situation. Uh, Texas Southern, I mean, they've done a great job running the football, so you still have to play. Even in a situation third and six, I you think you have to say it's an even run-pass option, so the Hornets have to cover uh, all their bases in here. Tigers one of five in the game on third down. That conversion coming earlier on this drive. Hurts looking left. 
throws, caught first down and more near midfield. Catch made right in the middle of the field by Clark for a Texas Southern first down. This drive started Eddie, at the eight-yard line. Tigers doing a good job getting out of the shadow of its own end zone now at midfield, actually into Hornet territory at the 49. Yeah, they're very able to flip the field on the Hornets already, so defensively you have to toughen up, make a big play on first down, take it one at a time. Wooded on the carry, running near side, flag on the play, steps out at the 42, but the flag in the backfield usually indicates offensive holding. Bradley Street looked injured at the 40. He's down on his back. Not Now the clock has stopped as he's being attended to by staffs from both Alabama State and Texas Southern with 8.52 to play in the third quarter. He will hobble on the hop off the field. But they didn't give him a in, they didn't give him a timeout for the injured player. So Texas Southern, hey, you're not treating, you're not trying. They're up there about to snap the ball. So the Hornets just assume because you have an injured player, you should have a timeout, a referee's timeout, which they didn't. But luckily, they did slow the game down. So now we're here to play a first and 20 situation with Texas Southern. Back to zone, side of the 50 at the 41. Pass to Griffin outside, right down near midfield. We saw the great run after catch that time by the big six, seven target. Yeah, Texas Southern, after that running in the first half, coming out to be a passing offense here in the second half, the Hornets will have to make the adjustment. But still, once again, our downs guy has the third down ball. Maybe, maybe he just keeps it on third down. Maybe he just, it must be broke. It's just stuck on third down. <laughs> to get the holding yardage back, second down and 10. Back in Hornet territory after 49. With it running. Stay outside. Right. There you go. Force back up the middle to about the 43. Barry and others on the tackle. Third down and four, perhaps five, coming up for Texas Southern. Yeah, and Dominique Jackson did it. He had the exact same play in the first half. A lot of time he jumped inside and able to get the first down. This time he stayed outside. You got ten more guys who want to play football with you. They were able to come make the tackle. Sometimes it's not your job to make the tackle. It's just your job to set the point. So now you're in a third and, what, four situation? Points on defense. Hurts looking left, throws the wood out of the backfield, hit, still moving forward, has enough for another Texas Southern first down. Yeah, you always have to catch by the little guy, not a very big guy, a true freshman. The Texas Southern was able to have to, you always have to catch and power through to get that first down for Texas Southern. Third down conversions are definitely choking towards the Tigers here on this opening drive of the second half. First and 10, Texas Southern from the Hornets 37-yard line. Issue an offense for more than four and a half minutes now. Drive started at its own eight-yard line. And they were able to overcome that holding penalty. Started with a first and 20 and still able to convert. Hurts has the snap. Trying to buy some time. Trying to take a shot. Tripped up in the backfield. Nice job by Gambler with the sack. We'll see now the Hornets, you know, they had that big holding penalty that held them out on the last possession. So now you're coming up with a second and 12, second and 13 maybe on that sack. Opportunity time for the Hornets defense. Fourth sack of the season by Gamma, first of the night for either team. 
Loss of four, second down 14. From about the 40. We'll make it second and 13. Hurts looking right. Throw. Caught. Jack, hold on. Up hold, on. Right. Right. hold on to him until the cavalry comes. Quick pass to cross. Jackson holds on until the swarm comes. Another third and long situation now. Four six to Southern. And our defense, do what it's done most of the year, bend but not break. Just yeah. be a good point to stop the bleeding. Yeah, you have to. Here at third and 11, you, you have a team that's predominantly a running team, young quarterback passing the football. You have to think that this should stay with the Hornets. Now the officials want to have a meeting. Not sure. Is this a team timeout or is this a, an official timeout? Here's the explanation. The officials will call time. Well, usually if it's something like this, maybe they're confused on the down and distance. It appears that the umpire, okay, Clifton Ely. We have an injured umpire on the field. He's limping off, so I guess they're going to take the, uh, the adjustment to limit the, the crew. And, and they, can, they can continue a man down, but they just have to reset their positioning on the football field to make everyone aware of that. That's what it appears they're going to do here. What you don't see often, an injury timeout, one of the officials being attended to on the TSU sideline. And actually, that's the umpire. So the umpire's location, he's mainly called those holding penalties. Now the side judge, Gary Reed, will join the referee, Kevin Boydman, in the backfield. All right. And as a defensive guy, I knew that I could hold that tight end with a man down on the crew. <laughs> Because <laughs> the, the deep guy can't see me now. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about Alabama State. Let's play football. Third and 11 for Texas Southern. One is showing pressure. Hurts with time. Throws near side. Caught. Tackle at the 31. Short of the first down. Fourth and four coming up. But now it's decision time for Texas Southern quarterback Asbury. He's in that same situation that Coach Jenkins was in. He all had to do out front. A little bit long for a field goal. It looks like the Tigers are going to be aggressive and keep the offense on the field. Catch made by Cross. Tackle made by Davis. Fourth and four coming up. Hornets have to play tight coverage. You have to realize they only need four downs. You can't back off at eight, nine yards. Two receivers left, two right. Willie, offset right. Quick pass. Two feet. Two feet. You got to know the situation. He's not going to run a 20-yard route on fourth and four. He just runs the seven yards and turn around. The cornerback has to be aware. Playing defense, the first thing you have to know is down and distance. Situational football. Game of 11, first and 10 Tigers from the Hornet 20. Yeah, that was a gift. Two receivers left along with the tight end. Griffin, the big target, isolated right. Hurts rolling to his left, looking, making progressions. He'll try to run and make the nice move inside the 15, still going, brought down at about the 12-yard line. Gain of eight on that play. Pavilion hurts. I mean, I don't think he's going to, you know, wow anybody with his downfield passing, but he's very efficient. You know, 5 or 7 in the first half. Uh, here he's completing the short pass, able to move people 
down the field and, and have some effectiveness also with his feet running the football. We have a replay, I believe, on the previous play. Not sure what they're looking at. It appeared that Griffin caught the ball. There perhaps was a bobble that we didn't see prior to him stepping out of bounds on that 11-yard completion on fourth down. Yeah, but you can't go back to the previous play once you bet this play unless that just can't happen. So they have to be reviewing this play. I mean, once it, once it happens, it happens. What are they reviewing? Luckily, we have the group right next to us, so they must be going by the – They're looking at the previous play. Well, the only thing I can think of is that they stopped it and they actually went to – which means that that first down play shouldn't count. I mean, if, if you stopped it for the replay before that first down play took, took – uh, before the first down play happened, which means either you're going to go through that replay and overturn that call or you're going to go back to first and ten. I think this play just run by Hurts will not stand. After assuming looking at the spot, maybe Griffin stepped out prior to contact. But I think he definitely had enough for the first down. The line of the game, I believe, was the 27. Catch was made about the 22, 23-yard line. Yeah, but if I'm Texas Southern, I'm hot. I mean, Coach Asbury right. has the headphones off because it's like, hey, you know, it's almost like that, you know, you're playing basketball in the backyard, the guy that wants to say, you know, and one, call foul after he sees that he misses the shot. Uh, you got to call yeah. it all the way up, you know. And so very, very late call. Not a referee, but it could be beneficial to Alabama State as we sit here with four minutes and 14 seconds in the third quarter. Alabama State hanging on to a 20-17 to 17 lead, which was the score at halftime. The Hornets went down on their first possession, had a good drive, but won it at the 35-yard line. I think the Southern started from their own eight-yard line, completed quite a few third-down conversions, maybe four or five, and now they're at the first and ten mark at the Hornets' 20-yard line, pending the review of this previous play. More than a seven-minute drive right now for Texas Southern, as you mentioned, started at its own eight-yard line. So in some ways, a free timeout right now. That's for our defense to gather itself and catch its breath. Well, I think the Alabama State defense was definitely on their heels. But like you said, Dwayne, I think it's a big advantage for the Hornets to get reset regardless of the outcome of this play, even if it's first and ten seconds coming, hey, let's get tough. We're in the red zone. Let's think about what's going on, the plays that they've run, the ones they've been successful on. Let's figure out a way to limit this to a field goal and not a touchdown. Not only the previous play basically not happening, essentially a mulligan has to re-spot the ball and put that time back on the clock before we run the next play. So a lot of mechanics right now by the officiating crew. I think they've done a good job for the most part in this game. You know, I think they got the two play calls that have been reviewed earlier correct with fumbles near the goal line. And different mechanics in place, as we mentioned earlier, every game, most games in our conference do not have replay. Correct. So it's different mechanics for the officiating crew tonight. You know, Harold Mitchell, coordinator of officials, is here overseeing the crew. I think Kevin Boyman and his crew have done a good job. So the umpire, Crystal Healy, back on the field after getting some treatment. You know, he's the game. He's going to try to tough this thing out as well. Here's the explanation. 
They move the ball back one yard, giving the reception to the 21-yard line, gain of 10. As we mentioned, the play that just happened will not stand. So first and 10, Texas Southern from the point of 21-yard line, they've reached at the game clock to 508. And that's good for in a couple ways for the Hornets because now you reset it to a first and 10 as opposed to a second and two from the 12. The bad thing is that they can't get a first down if they get all the way down to the one-yard line if you're thinking that far ahead. So. <laughs> now they said at the twenty one, but the ball is touching the twenty, which officially makes it the Correct, twenty at the twenty. So first and ten at the twenty. And that's, basically that's what the down markers say, so So the previous play didn't count, first and ten Tigers from the point of twenty five oh eight, now five minutes and counting, third quarter, Willard up the middle, gain of four to the sixteen yard line, second down six coming up. And that's his bread and butter play. The Texas Southern Tigers, they like to run over that right side. They pull the big offensive guard coming around the horn and he's been very effective. Big Drew Moore, six three, three fifteen. The Hornets trying to be stout in that area, but they still pick that four yards on that first down play. From the sixteen on the defense, trying to dig in, three down linemen on the field. Woodard running right, cuts it up inside the 10. First and goal, Tigers coming up from the 108. And they flipped it from the TSU 8 to the ASU 8 in seven plus minutes. Yeah, but the biggest thing is points on the board. You know, that's the only thing that counts. But now I see the Hornets, hey, just try to keep the touchdown off the board. Think about the players that have been successful the pop pass to the tight end off of the play fake, the runs going downhill. First and goal from the eight. Tigers strong to the right side. One is showing blitz. Running up the middle. Woodard tries to get to the five. Turned away. Looks like Wilson and others on the stop. Yeah, good adjustment by the Alabama State coaches. There you had the linebacker, number eight, Darius Washington, blitzing for that right side of the Texas Southern offense where they had run the ball predominantly and they were able to stop it for a short gain as opposed to a big gain. So now you come with a second and goal from the six-yard line. You have to run, watch that play-action pass to the tight end going up the middle of the field. Two receivers left. We're trying to run away. Good job by the Hornet defense, Antonio Humphrey with the first contact back to the 10-yard line, lost the fourth, third, and goal from the 10 for Texas Southern. Yeah, the Hornets get stingy here inside the 10-yard line. A good playoff goes down. Now you get a tackle for loss on second down. Now you're just playing the end zone. Third and goal from the 10-yard line. The Hornets can just play physical defense, stop the run, and watch the pass. Just hold them out of the end zone, force them to pick a field goal. Third and goal from the 10. Burning now in the backfield for Texas Southern. Derek Griffin was wide out on the right side of the field for the Texas Southern Tigers. He's a 6'7 wide receiver, and that's the side they're rolling to. Trying to find him. He gets open in the end zone. Out of bounds. Oh, that's the soccer line. Ran a little in cut. 
Walker corner on that side, got open against big target. Touchdown, Texas Southern. Yeah, and, of course, the Houston Dynamo will play on this same field. So there's two sets of lines. Of course, it's the back one, and there's the soccer line right of field. So, but he knew exactly where he was at. A good home field advantage, I would say, for the big receiver for Texas Southern. Like the old Boston guard, you knew what the dead spots were on the floor. Very impressive, 92-yard drive, taking nearly nine minutes off the clock. Extra point is blocked. His blocked ball still loose. On the run is Gamble, but tackle at the 21-yard line. So that's a big block, keeping the deficit at just three points. We will step aside with two thirty-two through the play in the third quarter. Texas Southern 23, Alabama State 20. We'll take the face ID room return on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Honey Bear Can is a proud supporter of Alabama State University and the Montgomery community. Honey Bear Camp, celebrating life one meal at a time. Let Honey Bear Camp carry your next event or just stop by and have lunch. Tell them you heard their ad during an ASU broadcast or game and get 15% off your meal. They are located on East South Boulevard, just south of Short Highway. Honey Bear Camp, support the team that supports your morning. Show your Sabbath State spirit by supporting Hornet Pride 365, a great giving initiative that supports your ASU student athletes. For more information and to give, visit SabbathStateSports.com forward slash Hornet Pride 365. Here in Houston, Hornets Trail, Southern 23-20. We'll stand by 10 seconds for station ID on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Just after 9 p.m., very exciting game between the Hornets and Texas Southern Tigers. ASU football powered by Alabama State University. Opportunity is here. To learn more, visit www.alasu.edu. Kickoff goes into the end zone. Parks will take it six yards deep. We'll take a knee, and the Hornets will begin at 
the 25-yard line. Texas Southern, 20-play drive, 92 yards, 9 minutes, 15 seconds off the clock to regain the lead, 23-20. Yeah, that hasn't happened too much. You don't see a lot of 90 or 2-yard play drive. That's from the 8 or the 10-yard line. From the 8-yard line, we'll step aside for a timeout with 2.32 to play in the third quarter on this trail, 23-20, on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. I go with my workcation, and that's all over because I contract out for IT jobs. When my dad came home from being away, he brought me mattresses. I bring my son pets. But dad could never stay connected like I can or help out like I can with my day-to-day finances. Even deposit money right now when you need it. I love when technology works and helps close the gap between here and home. You reach in trouble for constantly let you choose immediate funds access and get through options when you need them. That's smart. Five days of non-stop action in the Lone Star State takes place March 8th through the 12th when the 2016 Toyota Swipe Basketball Tournament returns to Houston, Texas. Fans can engage at all events at the Toyota Center with concerts and parties happening live all week long. Catch all the men's and women's action and see how history will be made. A 2016 Toyota Swipe Basketball Tournament March 8th through 12th in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Visit SWAC.org for the latest updates. Hornets trail 23-20. Daniel Duhart now at quarterback for the Hornets. He'll give Travis up the middle. Big hole. And the foot rate. 50, 40, 30, 20. Touchdown, Alabama State. Alex Anderson, 75-yard run. And just like that, we regained the lead. Well, Daniel Duhart with the magic touch coming into the game. One handoff, one touchdown. Don't know exactly why we had a quarterback change, but it worked out. But the Hornets put him first on the board with a run right up the middle. He wins the foot race going the distance for the go-ahead score for the Hornets. Career-long run for the freshman from Miami Gardens, Florida. And just like that, the quick strike attack for the Hornets. We regain the lead. Extra points ending. Cougar Maya Anderson goes six foot two hundred. I mean, he's a big kid. And it still has that foot speed. Extra point is good. good. And we have to check that because, you know, we missed one of those today. So that's not as automatic as you think. But a good job by Alabama State converting gets the field seven points. It looks like we have a Hornet that's down on the field after that extra point conversion. Trying to get the number of the injured Hornet. As we take your 20-play, 92-yard drive, Texas Southern, we'll go 75 yards in one play and take it right back. Well, we were looking at the stats before the game, and I was like, man, Alabama State, we're not doing 
very well in time of possession. Which is a good stat to key, especially you know, if you're a defensive guy, you want to make sure you get those counts. But offensively, the Hornets, they move so quick, and they get a lot of plays off. And the thought process is, hey, if we get 60 plays in your 40, those 20 extra plays, you know, defense is about making mental mistakes. The more your defense is on the field, the more shots I get at you, sooner or later you're going to have a breakdown in coverage. Guy's not going to stay outside to get his leverage. You know, inside run like that where you probably had a linebacker who just didn't fill his gap. And all of a sudden, you get a big play out of those extra 20 plays. It's hard playing defense exactly right for 80 plays as opposed to 60 plays. Those extra 20 are the ones that can break you. And that's what the coaches are counting on when Alabama State has up-tempo, quick plays. How many can we get in one game? And you speak of that extra 20, that 20-play drive actually ties the number of plays at 46 off. Okay. So we touched down run by Anderson with play number 47 to break that tie and to put us back in front by a score of 27 to 23. But defensively, then the hardest, you have to be better on third down. That's one thing on that last, on that last drive. It wasn't a lot of big plays by Texas Southern. It was continual one, two, three, convert, one, two, three, convert. And defensively, you have to be able to get that big stop to get off the field, especially when you have an explosive offense like the Hornets have. Antonio Humphrey, the injured Hornet, walking off the field, being attended to by the ASU athletic training staff. Humphrey, the 6'3", 252-pound senior from Montgomery, Alabama. Very exciting game. Should be a very exciting fourth quarter ahead. 27-23 contest, still 2.22 remaining in the third quarter. So the great thing offensively, we score quick. The unfortunate thing, the defense has to go right back on the field after playing for a nine-minute stretch for 20 straight plays. I remember my last year playing in the NFL after Buffalo, we had Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe scored so many points, but we weren't very good defensively. I was like, hey, Drew, can you score less points? and keep us off the field a little bit more. <laughs> we don't need 30 to win. We only need the 21 with a little bit more time of possession. So that time of possession is still a big factor, especially for those defensive coaches. Well, Benson kicked off for Alabama State. Good coverage in the near side by the Hornets. That return by Watts. Good job of keeping him contained. Return appears to be near the 30. We'll see where they spot it, but Texas Southern goes right back on offense after the 75-yard touchdown run by Alex Anderson. Anderson now with 121 yards, a career high on only 10 carries. Expect him to increase that total as the game progresses. Hurt, looking right, throws, deflected, caught. Good job in the second effort. Great tackle by Barry on Mark Edwards to about the 42-yard line. And, Dwayne, I'm going to tell you, I still say every time Texas Southern picks up and throws the ball, we're winning defensively. They completed it. The ball was bobbled in the air. A couple horns could have had an interception, but didn't. Now you have a third and two, I mean, second and two. But I think the Texas Southern Tigers are so much more effective running the football. I think we have a better chance of making a play against them when they pass. Trying to buy time is hurt in the backfield. Throws high out of bounds. They complete. Third and short coming up. And another key third down for the Alabama State defense. Three and out here would be tremendous after the long touchdown run by Anderson. 
which puts the Hornets back ahead, 27-23 right now, 141 to play in the third quarter. Yeah, even more importantly, the Hornets defense had a very long third quarter, giving up that long 93-yard drive. You have to get a three and out so you can get some rest, get back on the sideline, so you can refuel to finish this game full speed. Nice formation for Texas Southern going big here. Handoff, Woodard, can we slow him down? Fumble, ball on the ground. Did we? I saw Eastwood have a chance at it. On his field that we have it, no official indication yet. Well, the guys with the stripes are the only ones that matter, and they're still digging through the ball trying to figure out who has it. But it seems as though the Hornets had a great chance to recover that football. Eastwood fell right on top of it but did not pick it cleanly. And you know it ain't there never the official signal. Hornets football. Hornets down Hornets. And they're still fighting for it. That's right. Hold on to that thing. Bring it to your coach. Don't give it up. Eastwood did come up with that fumble. The freshman from Fayetteville, Georgia, recovers the ball, first and 10 Hornets. And he had to earn that one. They had a couple guys underneath that pile trying to take it from him. So, man, that was the break you needed. The little guy trying to pound it in between the tackles. The Hornets were able to knock it out. Not sure who caused the fumble, but the biggest thing is that we were able to recover it. Now you have a first and 10 from the Texas Southern 46-yard line. So the Hornets are already on the Tigers' side of the field. And the play is being reviewed, but the ball clearly out. Referee waiting for confirmation of the fumble from the sideline replay official. Still no word yet, and there it is. Confirmed first and 10 Hornets from the Texas Southern 46-yard line. As I mentioned, Daniel Duhart now a quarterback for Alabama State. Three receivers left, one right. Now Henderson goes in motion to the right. Duhart will fake. Half time. Takes a shot right on the first plate going deep for Davis. Overthrown, incomplete. Coverage by Causey. Second down coming up. Duhart, a six foot, 193 pound red shirt senior from Macon, Georgia, making his first appearance since the opening game. He started game one at Texas Southern, or partly at Tennessee State. Including 20 or 25 passes, 225 yards, and one touchdown. Handoff up the middle. Game to about the 40. Robinson on the run. Getting ground to about past the 37 yard line, running away from his deer. Hunter's going right to left to complete this third quarter. Third and one coming up on the nine yard game. Yeah, good push by Titus Howard, the big offensive guard for Alabama State. Hornets are running with authority going down here for the third and short. Quick throw, caught, Beeman, first down. Takes the hit, knocked out of bounds, but a first down for Alabama State at the Texas Southern 35-yard line. Yeah, and the hit he did take, he earned that first down. The Texas Southern Tigers are trying to play stingy defense. Alabama State moving in and out of the huddle quick, not allowing the Tigers to substitute or make plays, changes defensively. And once again, the Tigers are lined up with a first and 10 quick to the line of scrimmage. Ball at the TSU 33-yard line. Three receivers right. Tight end, Barnes left. Fake, loose ball, fumbles right back to Texas Southern. It appears that Robinson perhaps made contact with Duhart, and the ball came free on the fake. Well, Duhart was carrying out the fake, but he was actually trying to hand that off to Robinson. They had an exchange on his ball was on the ground. Duhart was trying to carry out the fake, then go to the ball to get Looking at the big screen, he just never had it. He tried to stick out of it. seemed like Robinson wasn't expecting to take the handoff, and Duhart was expecting to give it to him. Maybe some type of miscommunication. Nevertheless, it's a fumble on the play, and now Texas Southern gets another breath of life and another chance, an opportunity to put points on the board. 
was open for perhaps the tuck rule to come into play, but the replay official not even on the field, just on the review. So the ball over to Texas Southern with 34 seconds to play in the third quarter. We give the football right back over to the Tigers. And a lot of whistles right now. And Brian Jenkins not happy about something. As the officials come over to the Hornet sideline. Making this point on the far sideline along with the headline when you find Lewis. Right, I know that's a lot of frustration when you when you have a chance to take control of the game. It seems like just when the Hornets are about to distance themselves from Texas Southern, that we have a miscue, a self-inflicted injury. But in this situation, and there was clearly a fumble on the play. And so I think what Coach was talking about was the continuation of the play because one of the Alabama State players were able to get the ball back from Texas Southern, and he ran off the field of the ball. So I'm not I'm not sure we don't get a replay to know exactly what the debate could be about. But with the replay, if it's something that he can replay because it's a you know change of possession, it's something that we can take a look at and maybe see. So the replay official is inside the field of play right now, which will indicate that the play is being reviewed as all plays are in the college football system. And perhaps Brian Jenkins buying time for that replay. And so Robinson, him and the guy both had simultaneous possession of the ball, and I think that's what that's what Coach Jenkins is saying is that when both of those guys jumped on the ground, it wasn't a clear recovery by the Texas Southern defender. If you look at the replay, Robinson was able to jump on the ball the same time as the Texas Southern defender jumped on the ball, and Robinson came up with the ball. So it was not a clear, clear, definitive recovery by a Texas Southern defender, and both of them jumped on the ball at the same time. Then it's like strongest man, strongest man wins. Hey, I want the chicken leg. You want the chicken leg. Who's going to take it? And I think what happened is once Robinson came up with the football, Curtis Jenkins feels like it should still be Alabama State ball. And looking at the replay, he does a great job of wrestling the football away from the Texas Southern guy. So unless you can clearly say that the Texas Southern defender recovered that ball by himself without Robinson doing it at the exact same time, then it's a matter of who fights for the football underneath the pile. So I think it's a legitimate argument, and hopefully it's something that you know, it'll be another great for the Hornets if we can get this play overturned and we're actually able to get that recovery. And is there enough within that replay to overturn it that would keep us with possession as we and we're in, in, in right now. Yeah, we have a great view because we're right next to. Of course, they're not showing any of this on the scoreboard, so the fans oh, can't see it. But luckily, we're right. We're just at home right now. Right, we're right next to the replay officials, so we're actually watching them. We're, we're, we're tapping on the window, saying ASU ball. We're probably about to get a little pasty sign and put up there. <laughs> Try to influence them. <laughs> they're gonna have it shaded next week. And so, but we're able to see the exact replay that these guys are seeing. If I, if I can read his lips, I make him tell you what he's thinking. <laughs> he clearly, Robinson did got up with that football. Right. And so, it, I don't think it's a matter of did Robinson get up with the football. It's a matter of did the Texas Southern defender, did the Texas Southern defender clearly recover it or is it a joint recovery? If you're going to say both guys recovered it at the same time, then I think Alabama State has a fighting chance 
to be the victors and to get this call over time. But the problem is the play on the field went to a second seven. So it may be one of those things where, yeah, it's close, but not close enough where we can overturn the play on the field. Reaching for the headset. I think we got a shot here. They, they start writing stuff down. They got overturned and moved time back on the clock. Here we go. I'm with you, though, Eddie. I still think that was a very good challenge by Brian Jenkins. Absolutely. Sure. And, and at first, I was like, what is Coach arguing about? But when I looked at the replay, I can see exactly why. And I think it was worth um, a charge time. You don't have any replays left in the game. But that was one that was so close. That has full speed. I mean, I think that was one that you got to take a fire on, especially because it's a it's a change of possession. You have the momentum on your side. Unfortunately, the Hornets have to get back on the field and play some more defense. But you know, that's why you have a whole team. You have to have offense and defense and special teams to win games. First and ten, Tigers from their own thirty-five. Willard, Woodard running right to about the thirty-nine. Game of four on what could be the final play of the third quarter. And once again. Texas up and testing that left side of the Alabama State defense. You have to be physical at the point of attack. That's clearly their plan is to run towards that left side of the Hornets defense tonight. Tigers will line up to potentially run the play. We'll hand it off with it, trying to get up the middle. Short gain, it will be third down as we have reached the end of the third quarter. Fifteen minutes or more ahead. It's Alabama State 27, Texas Southern 23 on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. This is ASU Women's Sports Students and Steve Sylvia Sango with your ASU Sports Report. Be sure to get the latest news on our official website at diamondstatesports.com. Friday, the two-time defending flag champion ASU volleyball team will play at Alabama A&M at 7 p.m. ASU soccer will also be in action Friday at Grambling at 4 p.m. and Sunday at Arkansas Pines Luck at 1 p.m. Saturday, the ASU cross-country team will compete in the Grayson Louisville Classic at 10 a.m. The ASU women's cross-country team is a four-time defending flag champion. Men's goal also the four-time defending flag champions will compete this Monday and Tuesday at the Tennessee Martin Tournament. Women's both the three-time defending flag champions, will also be in action Monday and Tuesday at San Houston State. Join us next Friday, October 9th, and give off a full weekend of events on the ASU campus. ASU Soccer will host Southern at the Soccer Complex, while ASU Volleyball will host Jackson State at the Lockhart Gym, with post matches starting at 7 p.m. At 9 p.m., the action moves to the Ben Oliver Academy for the Wild Wings ASU Basketball Late Night Madness event. Come out and see your SWAT champion ASU women's basketball team and men's team in action, and also meet the women's bowling team and pick up schedule posts after the event. Hornet football returns from Saturday, October 10th versus Southern at 6 p.m. for the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Purchase tickets by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets cost only ten dollars online at diamondstateports.com forward slash tickets. Sunday, October eleventh, ASU soccer will host Jackson State at one p.m. 
I'm ASU Women Folk Student at East Sylvia McDonald, and that's your ASU Sports Report. For more information, visit FamousStateSports.com. Position and still can be an accomplished passer. 
Gain of 48, first and 10 points from the TSU 31-yard line. Two receivers left, one right. Anderson running left. Oh, good nice move. cutback across the 30 to about the 28 or 27. Positive first down run for Alabama State. Yeah, I only picked up a couple yards, but hey, that was just a nice, hard, decisive cut. And I really like that, man. He knows how to plant that left foot in the ground, goes north and south. He's one of those kids, as they say, he likes to run towards the goal post. That's what you want, that type of runner that can get north and south behind his pads going 6,200. Already had a long run to show that he still has the speed to be a home run hitter also. Big run by Richardson gives him 134 yards of career night for him on the ground. Second down seven from the PSU 28 and the 13 to play. Point is trying to extend the 27-23 lead. Anderson up the middle to about the 23 or 22. Third and short coming up for Alabama State. I think you I think you got your one in Alexandria. He's a freshman out of Miami going to Florida, Philadelphia High School. As the Hornets go hurry up. Third and one. Keeper. Quick flip. Henderson. First down. Steps out, but just got enough for the first down to that twenty yard line. If he can stay in bounds, he's likely scored. And I'm gonna say that's a play that I hate and I think college football is gonna have to change the rules. You take the zone read. The quarterback comes around and fakes like he's going to rush, like he's going to run the football, and he does a pass at the last minute for the first down. But the problem is all of the offensive linemen are like five yards down the field blocking. And, hey, if, if they're not going to call it, then you got to run it. But for defensive leaders, you have to pull your head out because there's no way you can really stop that play. Good first down pickup by the horn. From the TSU 20, quick fake, throws in the flat. Tennyson, gain of about two to the 18. Second down, eight coming up. Under 12 to play in the ball game. On this lead, 27-23, looking for more. Hornets keeping the pace up. Wide receivers coming in and out the game with the platoon of the offensive guys. Right inside the edge of that redstone area. Now three receivers right. Beeman, Hannah, Oliver. Tied in Barnes, right of the formation. Thomas, offset right. He'll get it running left, trying to cut back inside. To the, I think at the line of scrimmage, no game, third and eight coming up for Alabama State. Hornets with 11, 12, remaining in his fourth quarter and counting or holding on to a four-point lead, putting seven on the board, would be huge in this situation. Seven of 11 on third down are the Hornets tonight. Yeah, much improved third down conversion rate for the Hornets, but this is the biggest one of the game so far. Three receivers right, one left. Richardson still with plenty of time, five on the play clock, has a snap, has time, throws across the middle, end zone, too far for the flag on the play, perhaps some defensive holding or pass interference, the ball was in the air. Yeah, you could tell he tugged him. It was obvious where the receiver was trying to go to the post. The cornerback was beaten. He just got that little tag on the jersey to help himself catch up. The pass interference on Dobbins. Asbury trying to contest for uncatchable. It was uncatchable because he couldn't get there. He right. couldn't get there because he was being held. Yeah, Coach's not going to get that call. I, I know he wants it, but, I mean, has he, if he did not hold him, there was nobody else in the post. He would have definitely had a chance to get a hand on it. If not, make the catch for the touchdown. Big play for the Hornets. They will take a third-down conversion by penalty or by play. 
to walk it off and lead to about nine. They'll take it down to the three. So first and goal, Hornets from the Texas Southern three-yard line. That score situation here for the Hornets. Got to come with your best play. Physical running has been the key for the Hornets inside the 10-yard line. Anderson gets the ball up the middle. He's inside got, the he's five. Got, he's got the goal line. They cannot. He'll be stopped at the one second and goal coming up under 10-30 and counting. Yeah, and their, their big ones were pushing a little bit harder than our big ones, so he got stood up and was unable to get it into the end zone. Hornets run one on, got to run one off. So we'll go big, bring in Smiley, two tight end set, two receivers right. Anderson offset right of the quarterback, Richardson. Still plenty of time, 15 on the play clock. The fake pass. Oh, Brandon Barnes, touchdown, Hornets. He caught it three times, but he only gets one touchdown. But hey, all the quick thing is the quick guy had it in. He, he had it high, brought it to the stomach, and squeezed it between his legs. He made an instant, but the Hornets with a hard play fake up the middle, using the tight end up the seam, uncovered. Nobody likes to use a tight end, but I tell you, in college and high school football, man, that tight end never gets covered. Albert on for the extra point. Snap is down, kick is up, and it is good. With you know, to play in the ball game. It's Hornets 34, Tigers 23 on the ASU Hornets. Force Network. And that's the separate. In Texas, to form a sturdy, spirited association. Since that time, they've developed to become one of the leading collegiate athletic associations in the world, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. From the southeastern region of the United States and Alabama to the second largest state in the country in Texas, the parishes of Louisiana through the Mississippi River and the natural state of Arkansas. Students from all over the world demonstrate the ability to perform, achieve, and excel in scholastic activity. Be a part of history. Be a part of the SWAC experience. Stand and be counted among the best in academics, athletics, music, stewardship. Create your world of contacts and friendships that last a lifetime. We are proud of our past and value our tradition. We will always carry a spirit of respect and competition. We are the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Honor the heritage. Thank you. 
the ball, scoring drive for Alabama State, 79 yards, eight plays, taking 413 off the clock as the Hornets extend to a 34-23 lead with 10 to the play in the ball game. Can't have a let-up. You know, these Texas Southern teams, they have a dangerous returner, so you have to play through, play hard, get another three and out, put another touchdown on the board. You can't let up because you had a little success, but that's a great drive by the Hornets, able to answer after the defense has become real stingy in this second half. Watson leads deep to receive. Great kickoff into the end zone. Touchback for Vincent. Tigers will take over at their own 25-yard line, trailing 34-23. I can say it's amazing how many kicks we have out the back of the end zone now, even in college football. I know my years at Alabama State, we probably did not have one kick that went out the back of the end zone. I mean, that kickoff coverage team, man, that was a grown man squad. Coach Harper, he had some animals on that thing. You had you had to get the battle wings in order to be on. Anybody just couldn't be on that kickoff coverage team. And it was a, a sense of pride that you were going to run down and, and, and either knock yourself out or knock somebody out. That was before they had the concussion protocol and all of that. Definitely. So it was just say you get up, get up and be tough. Put some water on. <laughs> First and 10 Tigers from their own 25 four receiver set. Hurts rolling to his right, pressured by Ghost. Just throws out of bounds, incomplete. And every time they throw it, I, 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 I do a little happy dance here in the booth. I mean, Texas Southern, they like to throw the football. Now they're you know down 11. They're almost in a situation where you have to throw it because you're down two scores. And that's a big advantage to Alabama State. If we can force them, but they have to be a passing team. And very significant shift in philosophy. Hurst just five or seven passing in the first half. is throwing 14 times in the second half. And really didn't have a big need to throw 14 passes in the second half. Now 15 could perhaps be 16 on the run. Short game, different behind. After a gain of four to about the 29, third and six coming up for Texas Southern. Good yeah. pursuit from the backside by Darian Barrett. Yeah, and Texas Southern doing the, I mean, Alabama State doing a much better job of containing the runner, knowing that you have a quarterback who's more than likely going to take off running. But now you have the linebackers kind of staying at home. The big guys are pass rushing, but staying in your lane, knowing you're going to have to retrace your steps to track him down when he starts to run. Third and six for Texas Southern. Three receivers left, one right. Hurts in the pocket. Deep drop, rolling. Sacked in the backfield by Galmer. His second sack of the night. And a big three and out defensively for Alabama State. Yeah, Galmer came into the game with three sacks. Uh, didn't get a whole lot going last week, but now you show up again in a crucial situation, and that's what you need. And now you're getting an earful from Coach Jenkins because he did a little bit of too much celebration, and that that can be crucial because some referees are real trigger happy with that flag, and you can you know get up be excited, but when you do a little bit too much, don't give your team a 15 yard penalty after you make a great play. And so I think that's a good coaching point that coach is putting him on the side and telling him right now. Thomas steals the punt. Get as soon as he catches a very dangerous play, didn't give him enough room. Going to be flagged on the play, actually two flags on the play. I don't know, did he call for a fair catch or he was just, just out there winging it? Well, I don't know if he had the time to really catch the ball. The initial indication appears to be kick-catch interference. And they're talking it over, and here's the call. Big kick catch in the fair against Texas Southern will give 
and shoot another 15 yards, perhaps out to midfield. We'll step aside with 8.32 remaining. Hornets 34, Tigers 23 on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. This ASU Hornet Sports production is brought to you by Regents Bank, Coca-Cola, Alabama Power, Golden Slate, American Lube Fast, McQuinn Printing, Wowing Sports Cafe, East Hill Mall, and Honey Baked Pam. Support the team that supports your Hornet. Want your next spring project to have a happy ending? Go to McQuinn Printing Company in Montgomery, Auburn, Tuskegee, or Wisconsin today. Or visit them online at mcquinnprinting.com. They have award-winning designers, friendly and non-fulfilled staff, excellent customer service, and, of course, quality printing, signage, and promotional products. McQuick, printing everything except money. McQuick Printing Company, a proud sponsor of ASU. Support the team that supports your horn. knockout punch on this drive with Richardson back at quarterback once again for Alabama State. Two receivers right, one left. And now Barnes goes in motion to the right. Richardson on the keeper. Falls forward, perhaps back to the line of scrimmage. Possession starting at the TSU 49-yard line after the kick-catch interference penalty. Second down coming up for Alabama State. Yeah, Richardson, you got to look, 6'3", 235. I mean, he's like the tailback. I mean, he's a tailback who can throw with you. And that type of quarterback is very effective at this level of college football. Two receivers left, one right. Handoff, Anderson trying to run left short game to about the 46. Third and long coming up for Alabama State, under eight minutes and counting in the fourth quarter. And Anderson is hobbled. He will... Limps to the sideline as Thomas comes in to replace him. Substitutions for Alabama State. Well, with the smaller, quicker lineup. Demons and Oliver split left. Hannah 
and Davis split right. Thomas, the running back, offset left. Still 10 on the play clock, under 7.30 remaining in the ball game. Richardson with the snap, looking right, screen. Thomas, running left, has enough, first down, and more. 30, 20, thousand blockers, 10, 5, touchdown, Hornets. And the Hornets, big guy, Damian Love, 6'3", 300, all 300 pounds of him. And he was 15, 20 yards down the field. Man, this is a different day in college football. You can have a guy 300 pounds going 20 yards down the field on the screen and actually throwing the block and knocking the man down. Great execution by the Hornets. And as you said, Dwayne, that same piece of knockout blow, 40 to 23, seven minutes and 12 seconds left in the full quarter as the Hornets take a commanding lead. Father's down, extra point up, and good with 7-12 remaining. It's Hornets 41, Tigers 23 on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Don't miss a minute of swarming things. Purchase your tickets for Hornets football in person at the ASU Ticket Office or by calling 334-229-4551. Single game tickets start at just $10 online. That's right, just $10 online at BamaStateSports.com forward slash tickets. The Hornets will host Southern on Saturday, October 10th at 6 p.m. at the ASU Stadium in the Breast Cancer Awareness Game. Get your tickets now! Wild Wing Sports Cafe at East Hill Hall is proud to be a part of the ASU family. The mission of Wild Wings is simple, to serve the Montgomery community with a quality product and great service. We look forward to Hornet Nation joining us each week for great football and great food and join us each Thursday for the Wild Wings Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show. Wild Wings at East Hill Mall. Support the team that supports your Hornets. start at any time. I talked to Coach Jenks about that last week. We scored on the final drive against Grambling two weeks ago. Didn't seem like much at the time, but since that time, Andy Robinson, this point of offense, has scored in nine consecutive quarters, starting to really get into the rhythm of the offense led by Ellis Richardson. And what I like about the Hornets offense, man, they have big play potential. They have five or six guys that if they touch the ball, they can go the distance, and that is absolutely huge. You know, when you have guys that can score any position on the field, that puts 
so much pressure on the defense. You look at the running back, Delia Thompson, you know, 5'10", 175. Alex Anderson, Alex Anderson, the freshman, goes 60, 200. And those guys can take it and go. I mean, your quarterback, Alex Richardson, he can go to this. I mean, you just you look up and down the, the lineup, the receivers, a, a, a lot of speed on the field, and big guys who are athletic who can run this up-tempo offense. I mean, you like the way the Hornets are trending right now, the direction they're going offensively. A lot of great momentum right now as Jonathan Bowen comes in that quarterback for Texas Southern. Pass in the flat. Wood is trying to run back. Nothing doing. Lost a five on the plate. Great pursuit by the Alabama State defense. And, and I like this because now, you know, you have to be like sharks in the water. You know, defensively, when I had an 18-point lead, man, coach, you better not take me out of the game. I'm thinking back. I'm thinking fourth fumble. I'm thinking interception. This is where you make plays. You know it's going to be a pass. If you're the defensive line, man, you got to get depth and you better get up the field and make a play. So you like the way the Hornets are still playing with energy, even though we're down to six minutes left in this ball game. Second and 15. Those hands are coming. Oh. Nearly picked off. Catch made at the 35-yard line. Nearly an interception by Robert Eastwood. Did everything right except catch the ball. He didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. I mean, he's only a freshman, so he'll believe it. He saw it. He made the read. He just didn't go full speed. He got one hand on it. Hey, by the end of this year, he should be making that as an interception for a touchdown. Now, the first deal of Georgia, there are only a couple college games under this double. When you see it, man, believe it. Go make the play. Be a hero. Yes, the 35-yard line pass, too high, incomplete, intended for cross. You know, and this, it's, a, it's a transformation from being a young guy that's a freshman because you know, when you first get out there, you're just like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to let the teammates down. I, first of all, I want to line up in the right spot. Then I want to do the right thing. And then once you get comfortable at that, then you say, you know what? I'm good enough to play with these guys. Now I want to go out and make plays. And, and making plays is an attitude. You have to believe it when you line up. If he throws this ball my way, it is as much fine as his. I'm going to actually make the play and make the interception. Second and 10 from the 35. Rolling left, trying to take a shot, firing pass to a top of 40 short game, third down coming up for Texas Southern with 6.08 to play in the fourth quarter. Hornets lead 41-23. And yeah, real big here, I mean, third down attempt for the Texas Southern Tigers. They may go for it on fourth down, but if the Alabama say, hey, finish strong, finish strong. Don't let them get any cheap yards, no cheap scores. Two receivers right, two left. Running back, Woodard offset right. Going. First action at quarterback tonight. Throws in the flat, caught. First down, knocked out of bounds. Catch made by Carpenter across the 45 to about the 46 of Texas Southern. Now, Dwayne, you know, we talked about the Hornets not having spring practice, having a couple games to kind of get their feet up under a new system, new language. You know, you're doing it in the classroom, but you're not doing it on the field. And so now I think you're kind of seeing a team that's kind of playing fast and not thinking slow, you know, and it's, and it's a transformation where you just do it and not have to think about it. Flag in the backfield, catch made for a touchdown to Watts, so there's a flag in the backfield. Well, the referee who threw the flag is not running down there, so you pretty much knew that that was holding on offense. He's not going to get a 50-yard sprint just to call holding. He's going to do that. He's going to do that at this field and tell you all to come on the back. Offensive holding, and that's that's a tough cover for Dominique Jackson trying to stay with Austin Watts. There's the wide receiver who's great on return, and he quarterback clearly too much time on that play 
with the offensive holder never back that play up, take the points off the board, but yet doing for the moment. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, with Tom Lee, I've been watching him the entire night. He's playing that outside linebacker position. Made a couple of mistakes early on, but what I like is that he corrected them in the second half. I mean, a couple of times he went inside and the in the little jet sweep got outside of him. The next time he stayed outside, forced the back guys, made a tackle. But that's a good, that's a good lesson to learn because they always say, keep your eyes on your fly. He stopped looking at the wide receiver, looked back at the quarterback. He took out went down the field for a touchdown. Lucky he get a second chance. Holding penalty first and 20, going, trying to get free. There we Hit go. by the swarm, Ricky Haley in the mix along with Humphrey. And also for Alabama State, Gary Howard. This is when everybody wants to pass rush. You have the guy that's the, you know, the red shirt. Hey, coach, let me get in there. Let me get some. Let me pass rush. Let me pass rush. You know, everybody wants to get a shot to get a sack when you got a big 18-point lead. Time's running out, and you know it's a passing situation. The issue takes time out. And as you mentioned, with the 18-point lead, those ends are just firing off trying oh, to yeah. get to the pocket. Who can get there first? That's right. That's right. I mean, this is when it's fun to play football. When you when you're on the road, the, the crowd is quiet. You have a big lead, and they're trying to score points, and you're trying to make plays. So you know, you look at the Hornets' schedule. You know, after those a uh, couple of tough losses early on, then you look at we got two games in for five days, mm-hmm. both on the road. Man, that's a tough. I mean, I don't care who you're playing on the road. Two games, two conference games. They know you. You know them. You get a big win at Valley, you put up 40 points. You know, tight game early on, but then you outdistance them. The same thing here. I mean, this is a well, 13, 14, back and forth. Nobody can stop anybody. The Hornets get the first break with the fumble, start making some plays. Now you have a 41-23 lead, you know, you're trying to, you know, face this one out and get the W. I mean, that's a, a real big one if you can go and stamp this one in the win column. And now you got 10 days off, and you have a home game against a tough Southern Jaguar team but you kind of like the way that the team is trending in the direction they're moving at this point in the season. Bowen takes a shot deep down the field, nearly intercepted, dropped by Karan Ramsey, had it in the yeah, wrong place. That's why he played defense. That's why he's on defense, <laughs> not on offense. Him in both hands. And I, I'm speaking from a guy who dropped his fair share interception. So third and 30 coming up. We mentioned the Southern game next weekend. Part of a huge weekend of Hornet Athletics. Get your tickets right now online starting at just $10 at BamaStateSports.com forward slash tickets. It's going to be a huge weekend with soccer and volleyball in action next Friday at 7 o'clock. ASU basketball, ASU basketball, Wild Wings, late night Manhattan, and Avery Johnson almost come out Uh-oh. that time. Basketball. <laughs> the Admiral. <laughs> And another timeout called by Texas Southern. But, you know, it's real important for the fans to support all the sports at ASU. I mean, volleyball, you know, softball, you know, basketball, starting up. It's a great time of the year. And you gotta, you got to know, this is an athletic program who has won the Commissioner's Cup, you know, on numerous occasions. Back-to-back champs. And, and that's just not football and basketball. You know, that's, that's all the sports, I mean, I love when the track team comes out here. They always come out here to the CSU relays. This year they came out to the Rice relays. I have my Alabama State hat on, and I'm bragging because the, the girls' track team is, uh, you know, Dominant. unbeatable. You know, there are a couple of girls who went to the, the NCAA championship. So, you know, as a Hornets fan, don't just get caught up in the football and the basketball, you know, the, the big sports that we see all the time. But let's support all of ASU athletics. I mean, these uh, student athletes are working hard on a lot of different sports. 
and uh, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of preparation. And, and sometimes, if you ever ask me, off, just go out there and spend a couple times and, and, and watch the volleyball game. You know, there's a lot of a lot of great things going on at ASU that you have to participate in. Ten championships won in each of the past two seasons, back-to-back Commission Cup champions. You mentioned women's track, four straight triple crowns. I can go on and on over the final five minutes over the dominance of your ASU Hornets. Third and 30. Going takes the shot. Caught at midfield, still short of the first down. Good thing it wasn't third and 25. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, but you got off the field. That's the biggest thing. You well, get over 25 yards. Well, it's still fourth down. Yeah, that was third, but they're going to go for it. But, hey, now you have another chance to make a play. But you did make it a, a lot easier for them. Yeah, that, that prevent can't be too prevented. Officially 23 on the game, fourth down and seven. Bowen looking right, pressure. Oh, he will run. Limping will slide as just enough for the first down. He almost slid. He almost slid shot of the first down. Now keep in mind, the point that he slides from, he doesn't get the yardage when he slides forward. So as soon as he slides and gives himself up, that's it. And it's pretty close. I mean, it's almost close enough for a measurement. And they're they're looking at it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, a a big mistake on his part. Go ahead and get the first down. I know you're on the fly tonight. Get hit. But get the first down. Going to bring the six in because just like the score, okay, it's an 18 point margin. A lot of the new faces on the field on both sides. Die in the sky. Being the camera still running, not only on these players. But also on these officials on the national TV spotlight. You have to rest the game all the way to the end. I mean, he made it, it's like you said, it ain't over till it's over. Ain't Yogi Berra said? That he did. Late great Yogi Berra going in. And he's uh, short by an inch. Short by an inch. Take the ball. First down. There we go. <laughs> and so <laughs> I know Coach Asbury is like, son, if you're going to slide, slide for the first down. And I, and I think that's the. The key for the Texas Southern fans to say, let's take it back to third ward. I think we've seen enough. Final time out of the ball game with 4:31 remaining. Hornets lead 41-23 on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. Live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wing Swarm and Sing ASU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Eastdale Mall location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornets Sports Network as we talk Hornets football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Wing Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show, Thursday at 6 p.m. here on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. ASU Athletics is the program of champions. The Hornets have earned back-to-back Commissioner Cup titles as the best all-around sports program in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In the classroom, more than 175 student-athletes each semester earn at least a 3.0 GPA with more than 50 earning degrees. And with hundreds of hours contributed in community service each year, it's clear to see why Alabama State Athletics is the program of champions. Thank you. 
feature to play with us for Hornets Post Game, presented by American Lou Fans. We'll wrap up tonight's game and look ahead to next week's game versus Southern. Running left across the 45 to near midfield is the running back, Robert Pritchett. Off the good run, and one thing I can tell you, Eddie Robinson, Brian Jenkins will not let off the gas offensively. We threw the ball in the last minute game at Valley into the end zone, so don't expect us to just take a knee three yards in the cloud of dust with his 18-point lead. He's looking for seven more points. Well, the thing about it is you have a young team. I mean, if you have a veteran squad, maybe you can do that. But a young team, they're still learning how to win. And keep in mind, they did not have a spring practice. But you need reps. The only way you're going to get better at this at this level or any level is to get out there and do it, execute it, see where you make mistakes at. So the more reps they can get, the better. Richard, running left, turns up across midfield, has the first down inside the 40 to the 38 of Texas Southern, 340 and counting. You know, we're trying to you – know, I'm sure he's still trying to figure out, what, what guys can I count on? I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I can count on you and I. I feel like I can count on you, but you got to put them in there in the fire against some other competition, and so let guys earn their stripes to know who's who's what you got. Still running left, good nine, maybe ten yard run on the first down with a ten on the spot. Pritchett gobbling up yards like Pac-Man inside the thirty with three fifteen and counting in the ball game. Gain of nine, second down, and a half a yard. Hornets still on the move. Two receivers left, one right. Two backs in the backfield. Watkins along with with Pritchard. Richardson letting the play clock run down inside of 10. Running right, trying to find a lane, trying to turn it up. Staying in bounds. Trying to battle for that final yard for the first down is Brandon Watkins with a 10 on the spot. Still eyeballing it. Long look by the officials. And the assistance from TSU head coach Darrell Lasbury trying to influence the call, trying to make it third and short. And they're going to have a measurement with 2.43 remaining in the ball game. And the referee obviously does not have a plane to catch tonight. Clearly. Because <laughs> that. That chain game is coming way from the other side of the field. But, you know, at the end of the day, you owe it to the fans. You know, these kids work hard. I mean, it's hard being a student athlete. The commitment to football, to studies, to academics, to social life, to everything else that they have on the college campus. And so these kids work hard. So you, you owe it to them to get it right. You know, whether it's, you know, a minute left in the in the game that's out of hand or the first play, you got to you do everything the right way. And I think at the end of the day, that consistency and that work ethic is what pays off. And it has to be what you're made of. And that spot does give the Hornets another first down. So well worth it. Just giving those, uh, they're getting that chain gang in a little shape out here. They, they got lucky because it's not a real hot night. It's been pretty hot in Houston, but it's finally starting to cool off. The humidity is calming down just a little bit as you come into the beginning of October. Good football weather, as they say. And good job by Watkins to break the tackle, knowing where he needs to get for that first down, fighting for that half a yard to get the first down. Richardson will keep. He'll run left, trying to follow his block and stiff arms the guy, but gets tackled 
after the short game, we'll step aside 10 seconds for station ID on the ASU Hornet Sports Network. Hornets 41, Tigers 23. Two minutes and counting here in the ballgame. Hornets football powered by Alabama State University. Opportunity is here. To learn more, visit www.alasu.edu. No gain, second and 10. Running tough across the 25-yard line. Finally stopped at the 20 with a flag on the plate. Pritchett on the carry for Alabama State. The holding penalty will back us up 10 with 150 remaining. Yeah, I, I think this is these are great reps for this offense. I mean, these big guys have been working, you know, all afternoon doing a great job here. And But I think it's good that they get extra reps. I mean, you need them. You work yourself into shape. And, and, you know, the more reps you get, the better you get. And so I, I just think it's great that even though this game is out of hand, the Hornets are still running plays. and Still trying to be consistent, still working at getting better. If you're just tuning in, game was back and forth, TSU scored. Hammer State responded back and forth, touchdown 14-14 tie. The Hornets had a 20-17 halftime lead and then started to outpace the Tigers in the second half. Pretty clean game. Hornets had a couple fumbles that I know Coach would try to clean up. You know, the quarterback was uh, – I, I thought he played great tonight. Uh, you know, had a couple miscues here and there, but for the most part, I think that – Ellis Richardson is really taking control, the red shirt sophomore, of this quarterback situation. Duhan did come into the game for a series, handed it off for a touchdown once, and then took a throw deep, couldn't complete it. So I think Duhan is one of those guys, you've you got to keep him involved. If you get into a shootout and you want to pass more, he's definitely the more efficient passer. So but I think the, the combination of Duhart and also Richardson, that quarterback, can be very effective. And you have you know, two good tailbacks and Thomas and Anderson. I think offensively, the Hornets are definitely moving in the right direction, personnel and play-wise. Under minutes to play in the ball game. Coach still calling plays. Call I got two more players on my sheet that I got to get in before we catch this playing back. <laughs> Richard running. And that's one, and he's going to get the last one. And, well, let's see, the, the play clock's at 25, 30 seconds on the game clock. That's one more snap on four. Yeah, he's getting one more. Yeah, I'm going to get my last play in before we get out of here. He's like one of those, those wild west fighters. And I got a six shooter, and I'm not going home with a bullet left in my gun. I'm shooting them all. And Ryder's <laughs> running around a little bit and perhaps sees the ball <laughs> into the end zone or out of bounds of five to four seconds. For my back, we can just let it run. So, yep. Hornets will head back to Montgomery with a 41-23 to 23 win. Over the Texas Southern Tigers to improve to two and three on the season. Stand by for Hornets post game presented by American Lose Fast up next. This is the ASU Hornets Sports Network. This is ASU Women's Post student Pepsi Sylvia Massango with your ASU Sports Report. Be sure to get the latest news and official websites at BatmanStateSports.com. Friday, the two time defending flag champion ASU volleyball team will play at Alabama A&M at 7 p.m. ASU soccer will also be in action Friday at Grambling at 4 p.m. and Sunday at Arkansas Pines Club at 1 p.m. Saturday, the ASU cross-country team will compete in the Grayson Louisville Classic at 10 a.m. 
ASU women's cross-country team is a four-time defending flag champion. Men's golf, also the four-time defending flag champion, will compete this Monday and Tuesday at the Tennessee Martin Tournament. Women's golf, the three-time defending flag champion, will also be in action Monday and Tuesday at San Houston State. Join us next Friday, October 9th, to give up a full weekend of events on the ASU campus. ASU Soccer will host Southern at the Soccer Complex, while ASU Volleyball will host Jackson State at the Lockhart Gym, with both matches starting at 7 p.m. At 9 p.m., the action moves to the Van Oliver Academy for the Wild Wings ASU Basketball Late Night Madness event. Come out and see your SWAT champion ASU women's basketball team and men's team in action, and also meet the women's bowling team and pick up schedule posts after the event. Hornet football returns from Saturday, October 10th, versus Southern at 6 p.m., the Bird Cancer Awareness Game. Purchase tickets by calling 334-229-4551. Single-game tickets cost only $10 online at diamondstateports.com forward slash tickets. Sunday, October 11th, ASU Soccer will host Jackson State at 1 p.m. I'm ASU Women's Hope student at the Sylvia Masango, and that's your ASU Sports Report. For more information, visit diamondstateports.com. Both games presented by American Lose Pass as Alabama State defeats Texas Southern by a score of 41-23. Dwayne Lewis, Eddie Robinson, the Hornet Great, to wrap this one up. You talked earlier about the play of Ellis Richardson, 14-21 passing, 162 yards, three touchdowns, passing, rush 11 times, 135 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, good efficient night. And, of course, some of those passes were, you know, five-yard swing passes that went the difference, but he still gets the stats. What I like about him is the kid knows when to run. He knows when to take it down in the pocket. Good pocket presence. But also, he's very efficient on the short pass. It's almost like the West Coast offense. You don't have to have a strong arm, but you got to have pinpoint accuracy. And I think he was a lot more accurate in this game than he was in the previous game. And he's starting to get that feel, that little swagger, that sense of uh, I'm holding this position. And you kind of like that from a young guy. And you saw him play with that confidence. Again, the decision-making was very good for the most part and through the ball with confidence that we have not seen in the first month of the season. I mean, you have some guys, I mean, both of these running backs have great hands coming out the backfield, and so that's really important. Khalid Thomas, Alex Anderson, you know, both of those guys who, if you hit them in stride on those swing passes, the wide receivers are committed to the blocking team, which I love that. You know, it's unselfish when the guy can, you know, make plays in the, in the passing game, but also throw that block so another guy can score. So if you hit them with that pinpoint accuracy, those little eight-yard passes can turn into big plays, and you see that again and again by the Hornets offense. Alex Anderson, the big night, the 75-yard touchdown run, the highlight of the 14 carry, 134-yard night, night performance. Yeah, I mean, you got to love that from a freshman. You're going to see a lot of him. You know, Brad Baxter, hey, some of those records may start going down. You're Rico White. So, I mean, you're talking about a guy that's 6 feet, 200 pounds. You're a freshman out of – Miami Garden, Miramar High School, but this is the guy who can take one seventy five yards up the middle and outrun safeties and cornerbacks and still has a physical presence 
running with a downhill lean. I mean, that is a, a, a powerful combination. Also, when you have a backfield mate, the way it's Thomas, who's like the speedy guy, so you, you have that good combination of speed and power, and that's what you need to be successful in college football. One of the big stats we talked about coming in that you thought was important, third down conversions, pointed 8 of 13 in that category tonight. Yeah, I mean, last week they were 2 for 10. So I was like, man, how do you how do you go on the road and put up 40 points when you're 2 for 10 on third down? So, I mean, to, to bounce back now and be that much more efficient, you know, it's, it's important, critical that the Hornets are effective on third down because you're playing up-tempo, you're playing fast. You know, if you go three quick plays and out, then your, your defense is just back on the field again. So you've got to have those third down conversions in order to keep that up-tempo going so that fast pace can wear down the defense. And after the 20-play, 92-yard drive by the second of the offense, defense really clamped down and did not allow points the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, I think we did a great job of making an adjustment of force. You know, Texas Southern came out, they, they had a little kid, Brad Ward, you know, 130 yards, and touchdown, had, you know, long one to 54. You hate to give up the big plays, but after we settled down, you know, 14-14, you're exchanging jabs with them, as you might say. The Hornets were able to get a couple fumbles, you know, make a couple plays, get a couple third-down stops, and really turn the favor to the, uh, to the offensive side of the ball. So, I mean, good job by the, the, the Hornet defense making those adjustments and continuing that. And I think you know, Texas Southern mysteriously helped us out big time. If you rush for 150 in the first half, I don't know why you come out passing in the second half, but, hey, they chose to. So, the Hornets, you just make that adjustment and you make plays, and that's what they're able to do. We'll take our final time out and give you final thoughts when we get set to move. Coming back home with the win, Hornets 41, Tigers 23 here on the ASU Hornets Sports Network. American Lou Band is proud to partner with Hornet Athletics. American Lube Bath is dedicated to protecting your car and your family. We are a preventive maintenance car care center, performing a 21-point vehicle inspection with every oil change. Ask for the Hornet Pride promotion and get a discount on your vehicle service while supporting Hornet Athletics. American Lube Bath, support the team that supports your Hornets. Listen live each Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Wild Wings Swarm and Sting ASU Football Coaches Show with Brian Jenkins. Come and be a part of the live audience at the Eastdale Mall location or tune in weekly on the ASU Hornet Sports Network as we talk Hornet football. Come and enjoy great food and beverage specials as we get you ready for the upcoming game. That's the Wild Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.